Walt Disney World is a tribute to the philosophy and life of Walter Elias Disney and to the talents, the dedication, and the loyalty of the entire Disney organization that made Walt Disney's dream come true. and new knowledge to all who come to this happy place. A magic kingdom where the young at heart of all ages can laugh and play and learn together. Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Happiest Podcast on Earth, episode number 38. Welcome to the show. I am Jarrett Fenimo, and I am joined here by the one and only Corey Benty. There he is. Lauren Del Toro. Hello, hello. Mitch Anzovino. Hello. Andrew Bailey. What is up? Mel Geo. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Not G.I. Joe. And... Thanks. Thanks a lot. A.J. Mulholland. Hey, guys. What's up, everyone? Welcome again to the Happiest Podcast on Earth. We are super excited to be here. This should be a very fun episode once again. If you listened last week, we went through our bottom half of our rankings of Disney World attractions. This week, we'll be going through and listing our top half. And we will find out what our ultimate number one Disney World attraction will be. I'm the only one who knows. So I'm so excited. Yeah. Honestly. I am super stoked. I'm not gonna lie. Well, so we I will get to that. We will Orbiter get to some... what's that? I said I was super excited until Astro Orbiter got kicked out last week. <laughs> mm, Country bet. Bears was 40. I'm not happy about it. But all of our number one attractions that we ranked uh, personally are all still in it, just saying. So interesting. Be ready for that. Uh, but before we get into that, let's get into it. Disney news. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It was a busy week for Disney news. That's all I can say. Do you all have anything for me? I literally have nothing because all I've been doing is watching Disney Plus. I've been Disney Plusing yeah. like no other. So, Disney news surprise trip this weekend. I'm crying to imagine. Lauren Del Toro is going on a surprise trip to the Walt Disney World Resort. Lauren, what are you most excited about seeing? Uh, very Merry Christmas. Duh. Jeez, also, I got tickets to watch Frozen Two on Saturday, so I'm pumped about that. That's my Disney news. Frozen comes out this weekend. There you Frozen go. is Heck coming yeah. out, ladies and gentlemen. It's officially happening. Which this might be stupid, but I saw the preview again and. This is my thought, but I think Anna's going to have powers and her powers is going to be like the fall season. That's why there were leaves everywhere. That'd be so cool. Although they did show the like hair. a third person. People they're not going to do that. I wish they would. Oh, they're, they're not going to do that. Oh my God, it's Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> they are doing it. I'm just saying. Let's do That's a poll. Fault. I want to see what people think. I don't think it's going to be her. 
I think they're trying to play a trick she's on us. She's got the red hair. She's, it's fall. The fall it's leaves fall. are gone. Oh, well, this Anyways. just in. I still haven't seen Frozen 1, so. Okay. Dude. Cut them off. Spoiler alert. Cut them what? Off. I saw Frozen 1 seven times in theaters. Okay, I was upset. That's, <laughs> what? That's a damn shame. I was. Uh, okay, so the guy that plays Hans is from my hometown, and I'm absolutely obsessed with him. And yeah, so I saw it like seven times in theaters. His mom used to work at my high school and she quit because she knew psychos like me would probably go up to her desk and wow. be like, hi, Mrs. Fontana, how's Santino? And be like all psycho. <laughs> yes, that would have been me in high school. Definitely. Like, so there's real, just no real, but also I saw the special preview at Hollywood Studios. Not only is Santino Fontana, aka Hans, ticketed for Frozen 2, but they mention him like five times within the first 10 minutes. He kind of goes down as one of my least favorite Disney characters. Really? Why? Because yeah, he's a jerk. Same. Well, yeah, that's the whole point. He's a villain. And <laughs> Thank I, you. I don't know. Anna's my homegirl. I so. love I love the song they get, though. Like the fact that, like, spoiler alert, he, you know, the villain sings they, with the princess. You they know? did. They played a really good part for him, though, to really trick you in that. And movie, the song so. is so freaking catchy. I love it. <laughs> I will always hold on to my heart that I don't think he was a bad guy the entire movie. I think some point greed just got the best of him. So real quick, real quick, let's get into some Disney news. Obviously frozen two is coming out this week. Uh, Someone mentioned Disney plus real quick as let's go through. What's your favorite Disney plus movie or show so far? Corey. High school musical, the musical, the series. I will say it is awesome. I actually am enjoying it a lot. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. I third that motion. Was it the very Although, end of the first episode? I was dying when that girl right at the very end was like, like whatever, it's about to get real or whatever or something like. <laughs> oh yeah, I was, was and so it bleeped funny. it out. You might have to bleep out. I mean, it was in the High School Musical: The Musical: The Series, so I'm excited. It is really funny. Though. I, I just found out that it's High School Musical: The Musical: The Series, so yeah, yes. I just like saying it. Next, yes. say it again. <laughs> High school, school, the musical, the series. series. (laughs) Uh, Let's go, Mel. What do you? What's your favorite on so far? Oh, that's really hard. I really love the Imagineering series. Mm. Uh, I just finished the second episode. It was really, really good and just so interesting. And I can't help but get like teared up, like listening to them talk about how they created everything. And I feel bad for Walt's brother because I feel like nobody talks about the fact that without him, like none of this would have ever happened yeah and he never really gets the credit he deserves for it and he died a few months after the park was built in florida and that's just really depressing but it's he so didn't good. even say his name oh he has his own name roy his name is roy is it o or e oh i think it's it's an o isn't it yeah it's o it's o <laughs> Jeez, all right. We're not quizzing here. Snapchat filter at Hollywood Studios. It says Roy E. Disney Theater. Oh, that's, that's because, no, that's his son. Oh, really? Yeah, Roy E. Is I looked at it and I was like, this is yeah. sketchy. No, Roy E. Disney is actually the voice of our new intro as well. So, Ooh, fun fact. There you go. Uh, anybody else have a good show other than those two movie? What I honestly got? haven't gotten around to watching the originals except for Imaginary Story and mm. um, High School Musical. Yeah, Musical. those are both very, very good. Hey, uh, Andrew, Jeff what do you got? Goldblum thing was weird. I like the real world with Jeff Goldblum. I actually think it's really cool. I just wish they didn't start out with a sneaker episode. I think they could have started out with a better episode. Well, it's been like sneakers and ice cream. That's going to be the whole series is like random stuff. Yeah. I actually thought the sneakers was pretty interesting because I know people had a fascination with sneakers, but not like to the likes of like people paid thousands thousands, of, thousands of, upon oh, yeah. thousands of dollars that was like the only part that i really paid attention to but like they got him his custom sneakers and honestly they were lame 
<laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. Those were very bad. I didn't like, like they were just plain black sneakers. And I was like, dude, you spent the whole episode hyping these up for them to be black. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andrew, what did you... Have? The one that I'm surprised no one's mentioned yet, the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Well, that's true, too. kidding me? Oh, and I'm not going to so drop good. any spoilers or anything yet, so... Oh, yeah, but so I think we're about at that time, maybe next week, where we can start talking about it. Because if you haven't seen it yet, you're not a fan. Because you'd be on episode three yeah. at that point. Yeah, but it's been very good so far. Um, I will say today I went back and watched the final like battle scene in Avengers Endgame. Can I just say, when they come out, I actually get emotional. Oh, yes. Out it's of the really portals? weird, but I actually like tear up almost. I cried a lot in that movie. Wait, out of the portals? Yeah, when they yeah. come out of the portals. It's Dude, something as soon, about, as, like, as soon as Cap hears Sam come on your left. Yeah, oh my God, I bawled oh, right there. But like, I cried in that time. whole movie. It's, I don't know what lot. it is, but man, I was like tearing up. That movie is a roller coaster. So oh. is Lady and the Tramp. Did anyone watch Lady? Oh, that is good. Yeah, yeah. Lady and the Tramp. Good. So sweet. I don't I like cry. the Jock's the girl. I didn't get that. Like, yeah, I didn't get what the point of that change was. But okay, uh, we're gonna move on. Disney news. Um, Kristen Bell and Indina Menzel both got stars in the Hollywood Walk of Fame today. Right. So exciting. keeping on that Frozen theme, there you go. It was different though. <laughs> there you go. No, that's cool. That's awesome. I think it's well deserved. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Cool. Uh, uh, Entertainment Weekly. Uh, came out with uh, new images for Rise of Skywalker. Mm, mm, I haven't seen those. They look good. What do they have? Anything cool on it? Anything interesting? Oscar Isaac, aka Poe Dameron, flying the Millennium Falcon. Oh, uh, and there's a, that's a hot picture. lead. Yeah, there's a picture of uh, them all just kind of leaning up against what looks like the Falcon or some other ship. Uh, I'm going to go through some things that I have. Hopefully this... Uh, is good for some of you. So Ron John Surf Shop is now open at Disney Springs. Uh, it's located in Town Center at the base of the Lime Garage Escalators. So check that out. It's two floors. It's massive. If you've never been to a Ron John, I mean, there's so much stuff in there. I haven't heard too much that there was actually like Disney things in there. It's basically all just Ron John. Also, uh, for those of you that are not staying at a Disney resort or hotel, uh, this might be a good option for you. So there is the, the new, or they used to have the four park magic ticket, uh, which is now back at Walt Disney World. So it's $89 per day plus tax. Basically, you get one ticket for Magic Kingdom, one ticket for Animal Kingdom, one ticket for Hollywood Studios, and one ticket for Epcot in a seven day window. You can use it whenever, um, but it's one day, one park for each of those. And it's valid through September 30th, 2020. So good option for you, again, if you're not staying at a Disney resort. Uh, you can now also book in advance for the new brunch that's going to be coming to Le Cellier at Epcot. Uh, it's going to be going on during the 2020 Epcot International Festival of the Arts uh, from January 18th to February 23rd. It's going to be 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturdays and Sundays during that time. They're going to have pastries, cheddar cheese soup, avocado toast, Corned beef hash, which you have me at corned beef hash. I love corned beef hash. Same. Uh, eggs Benedict. I'm not a French toast fan, but cinnamon roll French toast bread pudding. Ooh. Oh, that sounds so oh, good. I love bread pudding, oh. but that sounds phenomenal. Um, a maple creme, br creme brulee, coffee, and donuts. So a lot of good food in that. Go uh, Again, uh, so that also includes a beverage of your choice. They have mimosas, Bloody Marys, coffee, or non-alcoholic specialty beverage that you can enjoy 
cost is $67 plus tax per person. Uh, if you are using a dining plan, you can also do it for two table service meals. Um, I also saw that in Jan or on January 19th, 2020, Beaches and Cream will now open again. It has okay. been under refurbishment for a very long time. Uh, so January 19th, 2020, you can start heading there again. Also, uh, speaking of Disney Plus, recently there have been reports of Disney Plus users being hacked. Uh, They're saying hundreds of people have been claiming that they lost their account and they are being sold on hacking forums ranging, ranging from $3 to $11, which what the hell is a hacking forum? That sounds like the black market of like, <laughs> it is. it's like anonymous. It is. For like, how do you find that? Do I Google hack forums and just probably like dark web almost like, I don't know. It's I've never what heard that. Of that. What's dark web. I mean, that never heard. Oh, crazy. that's not, it's not Disney podcast appropriate. It's a scary place. Oh, oh, God. Disney, Disney did respond to these um, stating that there is no indication of a breach on Disney plus of course, and they are taking the privacy and security of subscribers seriously. So we'll see what happens with that. As we reported on an earlier episode, Donald Trump was supposed to attend a dinner for the annual Florida annual fundraiser for the Republican Party at the Grand Floridian Resort that has now been moved to Miami. So that is not happening anymore. You also have new experiences in the parks at Epcot this week to celebrate the release of Frozen 2, which again is coming out this week. Royal Summer House in Norway will feature Anna and Elsa in new costumes inspired by the new movie. So that's exciting. Mel, I feel like that's up your alley. Yes, I'm excited. Definitely. Fording shop beginning November 22nd. Kids can purchase these new costumes inspired by the new movie. Uh, there's also a new treat at Kringla Bakery Old Cafe, uh, which again, I'm guessing is in Norway. Uh, it's a cupcake filled with chocolate buttercream with fire frosting and topped with white chocolate bruni. So Ooh. there you go. Uh, also, did you see the story of that? This is real quick. Not really Disney news, but kind of a cool story. But the story of the parents that are trying to find the other couple that gave yes, their... that gave the ring to the the little girl. Is oh, that what you're talking about? It's like about? so cool, oh, and I hope they find them. I do too. That was so sweet. What is the story? So <laughs> basically, a couple was walk or there was a set of parents that were at the parks with their daughter. They were like outside, and I want to say it was Epcot. And this family walked up to them and started talking, and they said, "Can we please give this to your daughter?" And it was this beautiful ring. Like and a they gold said Mickey ring or yeah, something. Yeah, it was like a beautiful ring. gold ring and it was to like symbolize their daughter. I don't know if it was the daughter's ring or it was a matching ring they had and they wanted to give it to someone who was special to them and it was just really really sweet. So so the couple that gave the ring apparently had a daughter. They were they came to Disney to celebrate their year anniversary of their daughter's Make-A-Wish trip. Mm-hmm. Um and they they basically bought their daughter and then they and then themselves uh, that gold Mickey ring and or whatever, and said, "We're gonna give this to a little girl that reminds us of our little girl or whatever." So they found that little girl, gave it to her, which apparently that girl, yeah, she had yeah. a really cool trip for them. Uh, so they're trying to find this couple to tell them like how special that was that they did this. So it's like all over the internet now where people are trying to find that couple. Really cool. It's cool. just really hard. It's like a heartwarming story. It's very Disney. Yeah. You yeah. know, only so check Disney. it up online, Google it, whatever. But uh, really cool story. But that's all I have for Disney news. Actually, I have something that literally just popped. Oh, up. what do we got? Yeah, breaking like, news! Literally breaking news. Breaking so, news. and maybe I just missed this or something, but it, uh, I just got a notification for it that 
there is a new TV spot for Rise of Skywalker with some new footage. Check that out. out. Cool. Love it. Well, that's it for Disney News. All right. So let's get into it, ladies and gentlemen. The moment you've all been waiting for. The top half of our Disney World attractions rankings. Uh, So again, we did part one last week in which we went over the bottom half of our attractions. I will go over those really quick. Some of them, again, we had a lot of disappointment in some of our eyes. Some of them we were very happy to see at the bottom. Uh, But I will kind of explain how we got to our rankings and then we will go from there. So uh, again, with our rankings, we all did our own personal rankings of every single attraction that's located in the Walt Disney World Resort in all four parks. I kind of combined them all, averaged them out, and we came up with our own list. So uh, last week we decided to go through rankings number 72 through 37. I will go through those now. In very last place, we had O Canada, followed by Reflections of China, Triceratops Spin, Impressions de France, Up, A Great Bird Adventure, Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy, Magic Carpets of Aladdin, Swiss Family Treehouse, Liberty Square Riverboat, Barnstormer, Prince Charming, Regal Carousel, Stitch's Great Escape, Dumbo the Flying Elephant, Disney and Pixar Short Film Festival, Tom Sawyer Island, Finding Nemo the Musical, Alien Swirling Saucers, Tomorrowland Speedway, American Adventure, Matt Tea Party, Mission Space, Primeval World, Turtle Talk with Crush, Journey into Imagination with Figment, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, Stuff to be a Bug, Hall of Presidents, Walt Disney Presents, Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room, Beauty and the Beast Live on Stage, Astro Orbiter, Walt Disney World Railroad, RIP Country Bear Jamboree, should have been in the top, Seas with Nemo and Friends, Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid, and last but not least, Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Rip. That is <laughs> poor Hunter. Hunter didn't want to be on the episode because that was it for him that was it yeah he quit so again we have your rankings as well a lot of you submitted your own rankings in which i made a list and we will go through those as well as we go through these so here we go ladies and gentlemen ranking number 36 on the list cali river rapids whoa it is Corey. man Corey's old home my old stomping grounds in asia there it is. So again, we had it ranked number 36 on our list. Uh, you, the listeners, actually had it ranked number 50 on yours, so even worse. Even. So sorry, Corey. Uh, when it came to our personal list, Corey had it ranked the highest at number 16. Wow. Lauren had it ranked very, very low at 63. Wow. Ooh. Whoa. Okay. I don't like getting wet. I've told you guys. We also had uh, one of our listeners, Dan Pierce, uh, said that it is his least favorite attraction. What? Yeah. So. I love that that pops into your head as you're like, I bet you there's a story behind that of why it's a yeah. attraction. Like, yeah, there has probably, to be something that went wrong. There's, like, there's, a part, <laughs> there's a part towards the end of the ride where sometimes the blasters coming out from the side rocks, and I'm telling you, they could cut through you. And there were some times where they accidentally, we just didn't realize it, and people were just getting mauled across their face when that, oh, so. And that's they, why I had it at 63. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, yeah, this is yeah. why I don't go on that ride. <laughs> no. no I feel like it used to be so daunting when I was a kid. I used to hate riding the River Rapids because it was scary, but I rode what? it like a few months ago. And honestly, I was so, just like, oh. Corey, okay. Corey, Corey working there. Corey, working there, what was the number one complaint by people 
was it that they were too wet or was it like some people I feel like would be mad that they didn't get wet at all because it's like half and half on a raft. It's definitely hit or miss. I mean, I kind of know the behind the the whole thing about who's going to get wet when they're What's going the down. It's probably got a little bit to do with some a uh, couple of letters LBs. <laughs> so whoever's got the most weight on the, you know, oh, side, <laughs> those LBs. <laughs> Man, I get uh, soaked every time. I don't <laughs> well, <laughs> what did you mean by LBs, Corey? <laughs> I think the number one complaint half the time just came from people that if they weren't able, because there's no like lockers or anything like that over at Cali and you can't leave anything up there. So it's pretty much, you just got to be able to fit it inside that center console yeah. and whatever doesn't fit. Sorry about your luck. Um, so Dan Pierce probably had like his phone in his pocket, got soaked and it got ruined. So now it's his yeah, least favorite no, I'm sure. I'm sure. So there you go. Cali River Rapids. Sorry, Corey. One of your home locations. It's okay. Off the list. Damn. So let's bring it in. Next on the list, number 35. Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular. Hollywood Studios. Uh, the listeners had it very close with us at number 37 on their hmm. list. Uh, we had Hunter, who actually ranked it the highest out of anyone, at number 14. Wow. wow. Which is very, yeah, I didn't see that coming. Uh, and Lauren, low on the list again, number 60. Wow. That's just oh, real. So we'll get into that real quick. But real quick, uh, Bice Novak uh, on Instagram said that this was her least favorite attraction. What? It's not fair that we don't have the ride in Disneyland. Uh, with Indiana Jones. I agree. No, look, no. So, first of all, you do just go on Dinosaur. It's the exact <laughs> same. People complain it is not about the it same. The it is the exact same ride, except you no. have dinosaurs. It's the same vehicles. It's the same path. It's the same it ride is. layout. The it's amount of times, though, I worked at Dinosaur. The amount of times that people would be like, "Oh, you got to check out the Disneyland one, though. The Indiana Jones one's so much better." It's like, yeah, it's just, all right. I get it. It's the lighting, isn't it? I think that's the Some biggest the lighting, but the or... theming overall. I think and the dinosaur dinosaurs. was on a bad budget too. The because... fact that there's dinosaurs. So Lauren, you have it ranked very low. Have you seen yes. the show? Yeah, no, I've seen it a few times. Um, it's just eh to me. I don't have to. They need see to it. update it. They need to update it. To I like mean, it's scenes. fun. It's good, but I think I just saw it so much when I was a kid that I'm just kind of over it. I fall for it every single time when the, tourist, the, when the, when the girl starts beating up the guy. I love it. <laughs> She's actually a stunt actress. Fake what? Is, fake as punch noise. Fun fact. There are auditions for that coming up pretty soon. So. Uh-oh. The, only, the only story I have about that attraction is from our softball team whenever that kid on our team tried to fight. Oh, <gasps> yeah. So, hey, no, that's true. Good call. Way to bring that up. So, in our Disney softball cast league, <laughs> We played this team, and they had a guy. I'm not even kidding you. He was Goliath from David and Goliath. Like, he was like six massive, eight, like 300 pounds, biggest jacked. dude I've ever seen. And come to find out, he was the big German dude in Indiana Jones that does like the whole. He gets chopped up by the airplane. Yeah. So he's like got the fist out and stuff. He's massive, and he ended up. We ended up getting a huge fight with him because he was like complaining the whole game. Not so we. He's, them, them. <laughs> yeah, our no. team, bro. Not us. but then we started to get a little snippy back but anyways huge argue match with like that guy and we're like what are we doing this guy is six eight like jack like, he can be kill you so anyways that's a good call i forgot about that so there you go indiana jones at number 35 next on the list number 34 grand fiesta tour in the mexico pavilion at 
Epcot. So the listeners had it ranked number 38. So again, very close to us. I actually had it ranked the highest out of anyone at number 26. Uh, Mel had it ranked 53, which was the lowest. Big oof. Uh, personally, it's it's not the greatest attraction. I had it ranked 26, which wasn't extremely high for me. But the only reason I had it high, at least a little bit, I love the smell. I don't know what it is, but that pavilion, I, I'm just overall just always happy when I walked in that pavilion. Uh, any water ride really at Disney, I love the smell. Um, it's a bromine. And the three caballeros are the best. Love the song. It's a good, it's a good time. The Donald whole Donald is. thing, like trying to find Donald, I think it's kind of corny, but Cracks whatever. It's a time killer. It's such a good ride, though, like especially if you go and you get a margarita beforehand and then you realize you have to chug it and you're on the ride, oh, kind of yeah. like that pre-buzz where you're like, You just bought a $15 awesome. margarita and you just chug it. It's like the best pre, because that's why mostly why I like starting in Mexico for drinking around the world, because I think that's such a good ride to start out with, like pre-buzz. So dangerous. Yeah, maybe <laughs> that's why I have it high, too, is because it's the end for me. So I'm always just like loving life. <laughs> but anyways, that's it, number 34. Uh, next on our rankings, number 33. This was kind of surprising to me. Navi River Journey, uh, mm. ranked 33 on the list. The listeners had it ranked 35, so again, very similar to us. Uh, Andrew had it ranked the highest at number 22. AJ, wow, 69 <laughs> on the I list. I hate that ride. <laughs> okay, we'll get into that. Kyle Hamblin, who is a listener, had it ranked... Uh, as his least favorite attraction in Disney. Ooh, Didn't have a reason why, I'm not sure, but that's a little harsh. It's probably because it's always a long wait, and it's a very short ride, but we'll get into that. Andrew, you had it 22. I mean, I Thoughts? really think of all of the slow-moving water rides, I mean, it's so aesthetically pleasing, it's not even funny. Um, animatronic is fantastic, and it. it is the coolest animatronic we have next to maybe the avatar in the uh, tank. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Well, I mean, Hondu is really cool too, but we'll get into that later. Cool. AJ, so low. Yeah. What do you, what's, what's your hate <laughs> on it? What do you got? So the first time I wrote it, it had like a two, like literally walk on weight, like two minutes, not even. And I still thought it was too long. I just, in my opinion, they should have just paved over the river, put in some ropes and made that the queue line for flight of passage. Because it is, it's beautiful. It's so nice. The animatronic at the very end is absolutely gorgeous. But like, if I had to wait more than ten minutes for that, I'd be so upset. And some people wait hours, and like, all it is is just pretty. Like, there's no thrill factor. There's no story. There's no nothing. It's just pretty. Yeah. And no, I. I don't know. Compared to Flight of Passage, it's very disappointing. That is true. It's. I think the ride is just. It's just so quick. Like it's. It seems seems like it's done so quick. But overall, I think Andrew, like you said, I love the lighting in it. I love. The animatronic in there is unbelievable. I think if it was a longer ride and they had more, so the, oh, this is another one of my Joe Rody. So uh, the person who designed all this stuff. Um, so he was actually talking about how the building was so small. So when you go through the ride, you'll notice that like the depth of each scene, it doesn't go back. Like the wall is very close to the water. So he he was very disappointed that he didn't have more to work with in there. So his vision of what was going to be in there, he basically did whatever he could in there, but he just didn't have a lot of room to work with. So the scenes could have been much, much more in-depth and cool, I think. But 
it's all he really had to work with in the building. So that was it. Kind of cool. But anyways, there you go. Navi River Journey, number 33. Uh, next on our list, number 32, Muppet Vision 3D. Oh, Classic. I love it. So <laughs> listeners had it ranked number 44 on their list, so a little lower. Corey had it ranked the highest at number 23. Lauren had it. <laughs> Lauren's on a streak here, just having things ranked the worst. Uh, 55 on her list. Uh, so we were all between that. So Muppet Vision 3D. Corey, you had it high. Well, you had it medium, but what do you think about Muppet Vision? I think it's great. I mean, it's just one of those, uh, especially when you're young and you're getting to put on like the 3D glasses for the first time and you're going in there and it's just, I mean, I feel like that's the one that's really kind of in your face in a lot of ways. It's the Muppets. You grow up watching all of them. <laughs> you know, the, our favorite people up there in the tier, just crackling jokes and whatnot. I don't know. It's a uh, good old Waldorf and Statler. Love them. Yeah, you got to love it. I don't know. It's, and, and then and the best is is even at the end. Sweetums. Sweetums just comes <laughs> out. Full, full uh, Sweetums himself in, in the flesh. Funny. It's like, wait, this isn't 3D. Lauren, you're at rank low. Okay. You know, I think this one was kind of one of the ones where they were just kind of in the middle and I didn't know exactly where to put it because I don't not like this one. Like I enjoy it. I still do it, but it was just kind of like one of the middle of the pack where I just kind of had to put it somewhere. Yeah. Um, so there's no specific reason why I had it so low. Makes sense. So again, I used to work over there too. I love the attraction. It was fun. Just take a break and like watch that video. But I do, I love Sweetums when he comes out looking for bunny and uh, Waldorf and Statler are just underrated characters. I, I love it, but a lot of people either love or hate the Muppets. I feel like that's another thing too. Like people find them annoying yeah. or they love them. I actually saw I a lot the of their Muppets. movies. A lot of their movies are on Disney Plus, and I can't wait to like rewatch a lot of those movies. But overall, there you go. It is an old video. I think maybe they could revamp it, but that's at number thirty-two. Number thirty-one on our list. It's a small world, a classic. Number thirty-one on the list. Listeners had it number 29. Mel had it ranked the highest at number 15. Corey had it ranked the lowest at 65. Oh, Ooh, my God. Lord. 65, harsh. But this is another love-hate attraction, I feel. Yeah. Uh, I will say Brian Carlo, uh, one of our listeners, said it is his least favorite because the song obviously gets in a lot of people's heads. Ian Conrad, another listener, said it's creepy, which, all right, I get it. Uh, and then Theme Park Shenanigans on Instagram uh, said that the music is repetitive. Uh, she understands the meaning of it all, but can only do it once a year. I feel that. There you go. Uh, so Mel and Corey, both opposite sides of the spectrum when it comes to liking this attraction. What do you guys think? I mean, I don't know. Like, especially because I just watched the Imagineering show and seeing all the effort they did for this ride and the amount of money they spent and the fact it was in a world fair. It was like huge for when it came out. And I think it classically shows Disney. It's corny. It's a little too colorful. And sometimes you just want to like gag, but like, <laughs> it's, it's just something about it. It's so classic Disney. Like you can't go to the park and not at least go on it one time or like hum the song once. Like it's there, you know, there's no escaping the fact that it's a part of it. And I just, I think it's adorable. And the amount of hours they put into those dolls and keeping them updated and making sure everything's working, it must take a lot of work. So I find it impressive. You know, I completely agree. I do it every single time I'm there. I can't not do it. Really? It's That's aggressive. 
Yeah. Yep. I can do it every once in a while, like once every few months. Like I've like, lived here for two years and I've maybe done it three or four times. So I think it's rare that I don't do it. Yeah, it just feels wrong to me. Like if I'm in Magic Kingdom and I don't go on It's a Small World, I feel like I didn't I didn't finish. No, I, I feel agree. like I think it's like cute. It's a good way to like sit down and chill out for a while. There is one part I really like. There's a thing that like a lot of the CPs do where like the very end of your CP, you take a ride, little boat, and you have two coins and you flip them and make a wish into like your two favorite spots or like two spots that mean the most to you. So I, I think that's cute. I think that's probably why I ranked it so high because that's how I wrote it for the first time and I thought that was like nostalgic. But like I don't know. That's not something that I have to do all the time. Corey, what do you think? I completely disagree <laughs> with every one of you. Normally, look, I've been saying a lot of my arguments for a lot of these rides, why I keep them, you know, pretty high up there and whatnot is because, yeah, when I got on as a kid and the way it made me feel and all that great stuff, first of all, going as a kid, it takes way too long. The line is always ridiculous. Going on the ride itself, the song okay, great. It's a small world after all. I've heard it. Awesome. It, it gets super annoying after that. Creepy dolls. Either way, you get off. I'm good for the rest of my life. I don't ever need to get on. It's a small world ever again. I'm not getting anything out of it at all. I'd rather just go up to my favorite little restaurant. Jarrett, what's it called? Oh, yeah. Pinocchio's Village House, baby. Ew, that's yeah. Oh, it's so good. Some of the best burgers <laughs> that place has given me food poisoning twice. They used to have yeah. a really good meatball sub. Ooh, even better. Also, the Figaro fries. Figaro fries. We've talked about them before, but my cheese fries with bacon on them. Got rid of those, too. Oh, man. Oh, that place. Chicken parm sandwich. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, chicken parm. But that's all I can think about is on that attraction. I actually I went from loving the attraction as a kid to hating it so much back to loving it. I actually I enjoy it now. Yeah. Um, because you that can appreciate of, it more. I, I think that's what it is. I wouldn't say I love it, but I appreciate it. I know. I guess I like the fact, too, that Walt wanted to create something where he's like, see, let's celebrate like how we're alike and not how we're different. Like That was the whole idea behind it, and that's still an amazing thing to teach people. So True. I don't know. I think that's a really awesome thing that he did. So. And I'll never forget the people at Pinocchio Village House in those <laughs> windows at the beginning that they waved me to you off every and moved me. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I had the one kid that mooned me and the kid that flipped me off in it. So great memories there on the old small world. So there you have it. That is number 31 on our list. Number 30, Star Tours. Wow. One of my old homes. Yep, number 24 on the listeners uh, list. Corey had it ranked the highest at number 14. <laughs> Lauren, dead last. <laughs> I knew that 72. was going. <laughs> 72? 72? Dead last. <laughs> wow. Okay. So it let's makes get me into- sick. So I just don't like it. Yeah. It's motion sickness, right? I, yeah. Guys, I, do you I not know how to. It makes me sick. Do you know the I can, secret? We know the secret, right? You can't take your eyes off the screen. Close your eyes. No, you can't take your eyes off the screen. If you take your eyes off the screen, that's when you get motion sick. Because I used to have the same problem. Yeah, but some people it doesn't matter. Like I took my mom on this attraction, and I get motion sickness, and I don't not not too bad on this attraction. But my mom was like deathly ill. Same. My mom gets so ill on this. Yeah, she hates this. Like she's not good with simulator stuff, though. Like anything simulators, not gonna happen. 
I'm but, usually okay with them, but this one, and then obviously Mission Space, but this one, I just can't do it. 72, though? 72? Yes. Dead last Star Wars? I would rather sit through Oh, Canada. Oh, oh wow. Canada's cute. I'm I so sad I can't even want to vomit, you know? Wow. <laughs> right? So yeah, 70, uh, 24th on our, or 30th on our list, sorry about that, 24th on the listeners list. Um, yeah, I do like that they update new scenes with it, with the new movies. Uh, they are updating oh, really? it again with the I new movie know. coming out in December. Uh, on that date that the that it's released, they will actually come out with new scenes, uh, which is going to be really cool. So I love Star Tours. It's, 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 a, it's a good attraction, but I, I do think a lot of people get, believe me, coming from someone who gets motion sickness. I understand. I, get, I totally I get that, understand. I get that kind of ride giving it to you, like especially like one with that same kind of design, like not just like it being a simulator, but have you guys, just a sidetrack for like one second, have you guys ridden SeaWorld's version, the penguin thing? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Or, or, not the penguin one, the uh, you uh, like go to Antarctica yeah. or whatever, yeah. yeah, but it's just like that. I I don't get motion sickness. It's it bad. made me sick of Oh, see, I like that one. The, no, because oh. the seats, you know how like the seats in uh, Star Tours, like you don't move that much. You might shake a little bit. Like these are like this salt, like that real hard plastic with like a wax coating on top and you slide in your seat left and right and it jerks you left. So it's so, so bad. Like teacups mm. Star Wars. Exactly. It's really weird, but I like it. <laughs> do you guys have a favorite scene in Star Tours? Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. The very end scene where you like, you like hop through the water and then you go into like the little bay oh, with the the below yeah. the yellow one. But there's two different versions. So in one of them, you like crash into them. The like tip of the ship goes straight through your glass. That one scared the bejesus yeah. out of me the first one I thought. And then there's another one where he like just gets really mad and he throws paint all over your thing. But mm. I love that one. <laughs> Fun fact, that's not, that's not two different ones. They replaced it. What? Oh. It was, it was messing with people too bad when the uh, ship break through? through the glass. No, I just wrote it. Like, kidding me? I just wrote it last they, week, and I got the one with the they, shirt. Maybe they brought it back because, like, I was. I asked someone. Wow. They said that they took it out because it was making too many people sick. No, I like so that's I my cool. favorite one. The girl I was with like screamed when she saw it. It was so funny. Oh my my favorite scene is the little pre-show when they're doing the buckles, the seat buckles. <laughs> and oh yeah, that can't. is the funniest with like the little Ewok in it, just like with his the, feet not touching the, the ground. The best. The, the best, best part of that entire ride is. Thank you for riding Star Tours. Bye-bye. 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 I like Darth Vader when he just comes in. I was going to do the same thing. It doesn't matter. I just, if Darth Vader's the one grabbing the ship, oh man, just gets me. That's awesome. So there you go. Star Tours, number 30 on the list. Moving on. Number 29. The TTA, Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. It is number 29 on our list. Number 15 for the listeners. Andrew, bold move. Going number seven on his list. Oh, it's so good. Number seven. Corey at number 69 on his list. So this Corey, is you another psycho- opposite what? spectrum. You psychopath. <laughs> so before we get into that, Braden Urban uh, had this as his least favorite attraction. That's what's up, Braden. Uh, so much more to do, especially in Tomorrowland. I have a very short attention span, and it just takes you in a circle. That's what he said. Braden knows what's up, man. Braden, when I'm there, let's, let's, let's ride Astro Orbiter together, brother. Yeah, so it can just take you in a circle. Okay, he wants to get cozy on Astro Orbiter. Oh, okay. Your buddy. <laughs> take his buddy. 
So, all right. So Corey hates it. Andrew, what do you love so much about the old TTA people mover? Okay. So I will be the first to admit it's one of those rides that like, it doesn't usually have a line, but I was there the other day and it was like 35 minutes. I'm not going to wait. What 35. The heck? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was there. That doesn't make sense. It was, it was last night. Yeah. It was, it was last night. I just, I, I, wouldn't wait that long for it because it's not like one of those rides that's like oh we have to do this we have to do this but if you like people it's like hub grass and chill but like up higher and it gives you hub grass and chill is that a thing yeah man Starbucks, you chill on the hub grass you watch people like yell at their kids and all that oh yeah it's awesome but no people disney plus and gives you there's a have you heard the thing for Disney Plus? Yeah, oh, yeah. we won't yeah. get into it. That's no, a Disney episode. No, no, actually, not, you know what? Wait. Let's take a quick break and uh, <laughs> let's talk. Everybody about... enjoy this song while we talk about this real fast. You uh, you don't want to go for a ride, do you? We could get out of the palace, see the world. Is it safe? Sure. Do you trust me? What? Do you trust me? Yes. I can show you the world Shining, shimmering, splendid And we're back! <laughs> so, so Pizza Mover, it gives you the best view of the castle it does. I agree. So awesome. You mean standing right in front of the castle isn't the best view of no, the castle or sitting down around. at the end of Main Street? <laughs> no, coming around the corner from after you go through the Buzz Lightyear scene, they have the coolest voiceover with paging Mr. Morrow and Mr. Tom Morrow. You get to see Space Mountain, and sometimes when the lights are on, you get to see it with the lights on. There's just not a bad thing about the attraction. There's nothing bad about it. I'm right there with you. I think I, there's a lot of people it. that will beg to differ. But anyways, there you have it. The Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover is number 29 on our list. So uh, next on our rankings here, number 28, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor. Oh, I'm proud of it for I, making it this I high. know. I, I'm a big fan. So it was number 22 on the listeners list. So they actually had it higher. Wow. Uh, I actually had it ranked the highest at number 14. Love this attraction. Hunter had it the worst at 46. Uh, really, all I can say about it, I, 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 don't, I feel like I've never had a bad experience in no. Monsters, Inc. Like, I will come out of there, and there's always something funny that happens. Like, they'll always get the most awkward person, or you'll get one of the guests that, like, are very, like, energetic, and they play along with it so well. I love when they do like the whole character thing with like Boo and they find a little girl and then like Mike Wazowski with one eye and like Randall like disappear. Like the way they do it is so funny. And, and this guy. And this guy. And I guess that's that guy. Like, so my, my stepdad, he, he was that guy once and it was so funny because he had like this lobster shirt on. Like he had just lobsters all over it. And going into it, he, he, he's been on the attraction before, but he was like, I have this odd feeling that wearing this damn shirt, I'm going to be that guy. And 
nonetheless, he was that guy, which was fun. That's amazing. Which was awesome. But uh, one of the funniest times I've ever been in there too was when they had an international guest that didn't speak English. <gasps> and so when they, when they centered it on, or when they uh, put the camera on that person, and they were trying to like interview him and ask him questions. And the person had no idea what was going on. Oh, like the monster or whatever that was like asking the questions just went with it so funny that it just made it the most awkward interview ever. But it was so funny. So like, oh I love oh, this. I love that it's, it's like so, so interactive. Good. And like, so for ever and ever and ever, the two monsters that are like attached, they're usually called like Sam and Ella, like Sam mm-hmm. and Ella. But lately, they've been getting so creative. Like, there was like, did you just get that? <laughs> and mac and cheese. Yeah, mac and cheese. There's been like yeah, a so, you, so funny, and I appreciate it because like I love it when it changes changes up every time. Yeah, great attraction located in Tomorrowland over at Magic Kingdom. So there you have it, uh, Monsters Inc. Lab Four at number twenty eight. So moving on, number twenty seven, the Frozen Sing Along. I'm surprised it made it this high. Really? Who so, am I? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> listeners had it at number 49, so a lot lower. Wow. Uh, well, we found out why it's so high on our list. Lauren had it ranked number 10. Oh, my God. On the list. Corey had it at 68. <laughs> <Just the> lowest. <laughs> you, you two have been on opposite down. sides the entire time. So, Lauren, <laughs> why do you have it in your top 10? What do you love so much about this attraction? Well, to be fair, I had to go through, because I had it on our top 30 list from whenever that was, so I had to go through my top attractions from there, and it made it, so I had to put it on there, but I don't know. I love it. Everyone's always so talented in it. I think it's fun. It's, I think part of it is also, I think we've talked about this before, that space has been so many like fun things, and like I just always remember, because it was mm-hmm. like Doug and all the things, that I've just always loved everything that's gone through there. Um, I don't know. I think the hosts are hysterical, and I just think it's a good one. I they are funny. I miss the American Idol experience. I mm-hmm. will say I was I like on the that American Idol experience. Yeah, I miss Drew Carey soundstage. Okay, my, <laughs> my sister. Well, you just lost all street Sounds cred. dangerous. <laughs> you just sounds dangerous. With Drew Carey sounds dangerous. My sister took home the golden ticket when she did. Yeah, my brother did too. I was Obviously very hard to win that. All of our families have won <laughs> I was 12 years old when I did it, and a 28-year-old from New York singing um, Natural Woman compared to my part of your world one. So. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I was, I was a little 12-year-old who lied about my age just to do it. So I'm like, well, I got this far. Okay. <laughs> so if you have a video of that, I need it right now. Yeah. Um, I do. And I had braces and glasses and everything. Ooh. And it was so obvious that I was a child against a fully grown adult and it was just hysterical so i will mm. find that for everybody it's really great that's amazing uh i actually don't mind the frozen sing-along i i think it's really cool for kids that love the movie frozen when it snows in there or 29 like, year olds or yeah for apparently lauren who's every corn dog childish money yep. my thing uh, was like some of the me. jokes sometimes get weird i don't know if it's just the person i saw but like one of the um like uh royal i don't know what they're called like servants or the historians one royal of historians of arendelle very strange hey. and the, on, she would yeah. take the jokes a little far i was like okay it really depends on who you have because like agreed i've seen this show so many times it's one of blake's favorite things to do so we do it like every day mm-hmm. and like 
there's some people where if I know that they're the actors for that day, I won't go because they're really? like very loud or like in the face of the other person or just very touchy feely or like they do yeah. really weird, like off color jokes. And I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> mm. yeah, I like that. Very though. awkward. Yeah. It was really awkward when I went. But like they have a ton, like there are so many new actors that they just hired and like some of them are actually pretty good. I have a new favorite, um, Aria, but yeah, they're, I like that show so much. When it snows, it just makes me emotional. Well, now they have the See, Christmas I'm not version. alone here, guys. Yeah, the Christmas oh, version. Christmas is Christmas. So it's, it's, yeah. So it's the, it's the regular show. I think they cut it down by like a minute or two because they really, really speed through it. Um, I think towards the end. Elsa does not like, sing Let It Go at the end. They replaced that no. version with the Christmas version. Yes. So they do mm. like my favorite part. They all come out there together. Um, Olaf comes out. It's really cool. I get to hear my favorite Frozen song. Which when is, we're together? Uh, no. I thought, oh, I thought that was what that song was. No. <laughs> a very, very happy, jolly, whatever song. Yeah. Happy, jolly. <laughs> oh, my God. Happy. I can't it's okay. remember. I guess it's okay. But so, no, um, it was, so it's funny you mentioned the actors, though. Like, the other day I was there watching it, and, like, <laughs> I didn't, I've, so I've, I've met her a couple times in, like, other things. Um, no. Yeah, hey, um, the Aria, uh, and she's she's so funny, but um, she was like showing you're, you're off. Starting to blush. No, it was just no. It's so funny. <laughs> she well, she started to like. Um, she was like swooning over Kristoff uh, and like broke the Kristoff because he. She was like showing off her leg a little bit. Like, oh my and god! Then, and then she like did a split, and she's like. I'm stuck. And she goes, guys, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm stuck. <laughs> the best thing I've ever heard. That's hysterical. See, I wish I saw that. Dang. Oh, no. It's so funny. <laughs> so there you go. There you have it. Number 27 on our list, Frozen Sing Along. We will now move on to number 26 on the list. Number 26, Buzz Lightyear Space Rangers Spin. You guys, AJ. why is this so low? <laughs> so you guys? We're going to start I'm getting I, into some attractions here that are ranked very high for us, which is, that makes it just even more fun. But AJ had it ranked number two. Uh, I will say, AJ, I was kind of the reason. I had it ranked 57 on my list. Not extremely all the way. I... Um. So Sam Tansky, who is one of our listeners, what's up, Sam? You actually had it, uh, she actually had it as her least favorite attraction. She had, the line is way too long and it's so boring. She said half the line, or half the time, the guns don't work. Um, she also said it's outdated uh, and that her roommate used to take her all the time, every time they were in Magic Kingdom, and she just did not like that. So there you have it. Uh, the listeners had it on their list at number 19. 19. So, I personally, I, whatever Sam Tansky just said, the line is usually long. Half the time, the guns don't work. So I usually have a gun that works, but half the time, I'm just trying to find my damn laser in that. I don't even know where it is. <laughs> you don't even know where it is half the no. time, really. Yeah, you have you're to, like, just pointing and hoping. You the ceiling and just like slowly keep shooting it down the wall to try to find it. But Yeah. Um, so there's that. It just it's outdated. And I think once Toy Story Mania came out, it kind of just like took the fun out of Buzz Lightyear for me. And now I like Toy Story Mania, which is still on the list, by the way. The uh, one in Disneyland's way better. Of Buzz Lightyear Buzz? because oh, they move like uh, the guns actually remove like oh and, cool like uh, Men in Black at Universal. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, cool. I like better. that. 
So AJ, you had a rank number two on your list. Obviously, me and Sam Tansky have explained all the reasons why we don't like it. Explain why you love this attraction. I'm just sitting here fuming because I'm so disappointed that all of you ranked this so low. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disappointed. Anyways, this is my favorite ride. So as you guys know, I am like a resident well, galactic second hero. Favorite. Okay, second. Leave me alone. Anyways, <laughs> resident galactic hero here. I literally have galactic hero stickers everywhere. And like, I didn't used to like this ride. And then someone taught me how to do galactic hero. Shout out to Blake. And now it's like my favorite thing ever because that feeling of satisfaction of like sitting next to all these like grown men while you're just shooting and getting all the like 999,999 in the first room while they have like 100 points is my favorite feeling ever. Blake, <laughs> like, it's, Blake is always that grown man, right? Oh, he's pretty good, but I've been beating him lately. But Does like, Blake other, get Galactic Hero every time? Oh, yeah. He's the one that taught me how to get it. Oh, wow. But um, the other day I wrote it by myself and some guy had the audacity to come sit next to me. And I was like, sir, I am here by myself. Anyways, <laughs> he sat next to me and we like got to talking and I was trying to tell him like, okay, you hit this target to get 100,000. You hit this one to get 25,000. I walked out of there with the 1 million, whatever, like before the first room was over and he didn't even have a thousand. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, hey, yeah, what up? I tried to help you. It would be fun if you knew the secrets to that and you played some like random person. They'd be like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. And like, you're, you are right. Like, it's hard to see the dots. Like, I do a lot worse when there's a lot of people who know how to get Galactic Hero mm. because then you have a lot of dots in the same place at the same time. That's true. But like, really quick rundown. First room, left hand of the robot that's moving up and down. That's worth 100,000 points. Before you exit the first room, there's a claw that's up at the ceiling, that's worth 100,000 points. The top of the volcano hit it a bazillion times because that's worth 25,000 points. And then at the bottom of Zerg's ship, right below where it says pitiful, that's 100,000 points. Bada there bing, you bada go. Bada. Time I go, I'm doing that. Yeah, <laughs> listen to those <laughs> so secrets. Can, like, get a fast pass for it 99% of the time, and it's like a two-minute wait, if even. So like okay. for people who complain about having long lines, like the fast passes are super easy to get. There you have it, folks. Sorry, so I go. get very emotional about that ride. <laughs> I'm so hyped. So, but there you go. Some good secrets by AJ. So next time you get over there, see if you can hit that. The old, what is it? 999,000. Nine hundred ninety nine. Galactic Hero, baby. Oh, so and then you when you're done, you take a picture of it and you show the cast members that are like in the merchandise area. They'll give you stickers or buttons or whatever they have that day that says Galactic Hero. So then you can show it off. And Bingo. like I've worn that around the parks and I've gotten like free milkshakes and stuff for getting <laughs> you know? They get super pumped. <laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, we will move on. I'm sorry, AJ. I know mine, a country bear was a, a bad one for me too. So I feel, yeah, you. I feel your pain. Number 25 on our list. Frozen Ever After. So Frozen 2 out of the last three. Frozen Ever After on the listeners list is at number 26. So very, very close. Mel had it at a five. So Ooh. fifth favorite attraction. Corey, again, 58 <laughs> on his list. So we'll get into that. This is not me this time. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> like, I need to sit this one out. So Shelby Reed had uh, as her favorite attraction. She said it's very immersive, so magical. Went to Walt Disney World the last or last December for the first time in 20 years. It's so much better in person. Elsa sang, singing Let It Go and then going backwards was very unexpected. So she loves that ride. Uh, Dylan Taylor, who is a listener as well, said that it's his least favorite attraction. Said Frozen is overrated. Would rather not wait in a line um, for three hours in a line. He'd rather go to Test Track or Mission Space if he's going to wait. Mm -hmm. So there you go. 
uh, Mel, five. Yeah. What do you love most about this attraction? I love Frozen. It's It's been a very important movie in my life, and a lot of things that I have done is because of that movie, so I'm really grateful for it. And I was so prepared not to like this ride because I did like the old ride that was there already, Maelstrom, and I was really upset. The Maelstrom, the poor Maelstrom. You know, I just thought it was so weird. You'd go, you know, no one was ever there. It was a five-minute wait to get on it, you know. So I was so prepared to hate Frozen, and then I got on it and completely fell in love with the whole entire ride. I love when you get to see Elsa in her ice castle. Like, it's just so beautiful. And going down, like, the waterfall when you get the big giant marshmallow monster and he says, let it go, and you go down. It's just so cute. It's awesome. And even the queue line, like you're standing in Arendelle. It's so cool to look at all the details. So yeah, I appreciate that a lot. But I get why people don't like it. <laughs> it just makes me <laughs> sad. <laughs> it really does. But I get it. Like I wouldn't wait two hours for that ride, yeah. you know. Line but, usually is very long still yeah. for it. Uh, Corey, you read it low. Any specific reasons? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Corey's, yeah, Corey's not a big Frozen guy, so... Uh, it's not really his thing. Has not seen the movie. So I understand. Uh, my favorite part about the attraction, I just love the queue line. I think the queue line is really well done. I love the part with Oaken, the big, big summer blowout. Yes. Yeah, his so like cool. little cabin. Uh, I love that guy. He's another underrated character. But I love that guy. But anyways, great queue line. I do think theming is very well done, but... Uh, the big Disney history buffs uh, obviously are going to be a little butthurt because they love Maelstrom. Yeah. That was a great attraction as well. So uh, there you have it. Frozen Ever After, number 25. Uh, we are going to be moving on to number 24, Living with the Land. Wow. All right. So listeners had it ranked Todd. number 34 on their list. Hunter had it ranked number 13, which was the highest out of anyone. Number 13. Corey, right there at number 45, was the lowest, uh, which isn't terrible. But um, one of our listeners, Kayla Eddy, actually had it ever as her favorite attraction. Wow. Ever since the first time riding, uh, she wanted to work in the greenhouses there. Uh, she loves food science and sustainability science. So, therefore, this ride encompasses both of those. So that's why she loves the attraction. That's really cool. Hopefully you get let, a job there sometime. Hey, let me argue for Hunter because I, it's a pretty good ride. It's I think classic. I had it up there pretty high too. So um, I'll argue for Hunter and I'll say that the ride itself and the, the learning aspect of it and just seeing how Disney does all their, all the stuff with the hydroponics and all that. And I did the behind the seeds tour for the first time a couple months ago and it was a really cool tour. If you ever have the chance to did do that. Did you like that? that? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. You get to go through and, they give you like a literally you're walking where they're growing all this stuff and you get to like try some of the food and stuff like they had cucumbers there for us to try which were like really good um i don't know it's just the overall really innovative like attraction where like you don't appreciate it until you you want to learn something like every time i go there i still learn something i get to see like the progression of the plants growing it's pretty cool yeah so I, it's something very it's it's really i'm sorry but it's just not it's not a great attraction, but it's, there's something so soothing about that attraction. Like you go on and it's just so calming. Like if you're having a bad day in the park, just go on that attraction and just like breathe. And you just, that part where it's, it's got the little video, but it's like that acoustic, like something about it. 
it's very relaxing. Uh, Corey, you had at 45. Anything you need to say about that? It's another okay, look. Look, it's another one of those. It's it's great. I feel like you get on it. It's cool. It just takes too much time, and I'd rather just go wait in line for Soren or something like that at that point, and then get to the World Showcase. Okay, there you have it. Number twenty-four on our list: Living with the Land. We're going to be moving down to number twenty-three: Slinky Dog Dash, uh, one of the newer attractions at the Walt Disney World Resort. It is ranked number 14 on the listeners list. Wow, very high. Uh, Andrew actually had it ranked number 17th, which was the highest. Mel at 38 was the lowest. So we were all kind of within that range. Uh, Gabby, who is one of our listeners, had this as her least favorite attraction. No idea why. Doesn't like Slinky Dog. Um, Andrew, you had it ranked pretty high. Maybe she just hasn't done it yet. Maybe. That's what it is. I don't know. I don't see anything super special about it, but Andrew, you had it 17. I mean, I think it's, I mean, it runs on the same software and system as uh, Seven Doors Mind Train, which is just a little fun fact, but I don't know. I think it's a good transition, a good, int- or a good like transition ride from Kitty Coaster to the big ones. Um, Cause like, yeah, you've got rides like, um, you know, Big Thunder and stuff, but the only difference with this and Big Thunder and Mind Train is you're not on the ground <clears throat> the entire time. Like you do actually go on like a hill that's like, suspended in air i guess is the best way to put it um and so i think it's good for kids i like the launches i mean they're nothing too spectacular i don't think it's something to wait an hour and a half for i don't um yeah but i I do i think it's a good transition ride okay cool yeah i don't really much i actually have never done it i've never done it but yeah if it's not a long wait but if there's a long wait for an adult it's not really like worth it you know what i mean I, I think that's why I didn't do it is because when I just when I was getting ready to leave Florida and Disney and move back to Michigan, it's when it just kind of came out. So the line was always super long and you couldn't mm-hmm. get fast passes. But it didn't look like one of those attractions that I'd be like, I don't know, it would be like a thrill or anything for me. So uh, I do think the theming is cool. I think it's, you know, I, I do hear a lot of compliments about it. But overall, I think it's where it needs to be right at uh, field number 23 on the list. Moving on, number 22, Mel, this one's going to hurt. Oh, no. Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress, number 22 on the list. So uh, it is number 16 on the listeners list. Mel had it at number three. Yeah. Corey, (laughs) so, Corey, gosh, my gosh, Corey, 71. Corey, Corey almost as we're no longer friends. Corey, (laughs) Mel, we're not friends anymore. Every like old school Disney history. So there you have it. So obviously, very opposite sides of the spectrum here. This group trip is going to go really well. (laughs) (laughs) Half the attractions, half of us will be on it, half of us won't because we're just not going to care. So Mel, you're at three. Why so high? I have to do it every time I go. It First of all, it's a great way to get out of the heat. But like, I don't know. It's just a tradition with my family. We always have to do it. And for some reason, my boyfriend of all people, like when I dragged him and we went, he was so ready to hate it. And it was his favorite to the point where when we got off, he had asked, can we go back on again? Like he just really loved it so much. That's how Blake is. Like he's the one that's got me onto it. He loves it. Yeah. Like he's obsessed with it now. We always love talking about it. Like it's just one of those songs too. That's so catchy. Like Mm -hmm. we have to go do it. And 
I don't know. It's just so classic wall. I love classic. You know, it's just nice. Jared, where did I have it out of curiosity? I don't have uh, my list on me. Let me look. Uh, Corey, you had it low while I look for that. Corey, why did you have it so low? Yeah, sorry to all the ladies out there. I will not be like uh, <laughs> these other two girls and their boyfriends. So you will not sway me. Uh, yeah, you did it. You do it. You're on it. On to the next. And there you have uh, it, folks. So wow. this was an attraction I would have ranked higher like five, six, seven years ago. But every year as we go on, it is. I feel like it's just so outdated at this point that like I'm starting to lose Thank my you. attraction to this attraction. So Ooh. Lauren, you had it at nine. Okay. Uh, so yours okay. was also very well, high. I knew I had to have it up there. Yeah. Top 10 um, Walt Disney World song. attraction. I love John, you know. Sipping some ice cold sarsaparillas. I love that stuff, but like they need to update. I'm sorry, but they're like the last scene. The daughter looks possessed. The daughter who was kind of cute at the beginning. Wait, Patty or the one that looks like Annabelle? (laughs) The one looks like Annabelle. I'm talking about the the one like the, yeah, Patty. But like there's the one in the very first scene. She's in the washroom with Sarah. Yeah, and she's only Just in that one scene. She's like we talked about this before. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Child, oh, missing child. We like we theorize. That's another thing my boyfriend likes to do. He's like, okay, how do you think she died? Like, why is she not in any other scene? Like, yeah, that's another um, one I was on yesterday. Love Uncle Orville, but there you go. So that is number twenty-two on our list. Uh, let's move on. Next on our rankings, number twenty-one, Peter Pan's flight. So this was number 20 on the listeners list. So right at kind of right in the same spot. Andrew had it ranked the highest at number 15. Mel had it ranked the lowest at 35. I, Mel, you don't like Peter Pan, do you? I'm not a big fan. That's right. I think I remember you saying that. Not a fan I think of the pan. Because there's no princess. It's not a princess, okay? No princess. Like uh mm, Do you not, not like Tinkerbell? I okay no because I thought she was okay. so mean because no because I got mad this was like it got me as a kid they had those pins that had your birthstone in them and my mom bought my sister and I one and my sister got this beautiful Alice in Wonderland one that had like a beautiful blue gem and then I got Tinkerbell and I just was so upset because I always thought Tinkerbell ever since so that mean. dumb little fairy that dumb little pin ruined me. No, I just I, I love Tinkerbell. That's like the whole reason I love her is because she's kind of mean. I'm just like yeah. she tried to kill Wendy. Like, but if she doesn't get attention, she dies, and I relate to that on a personal level. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's deep. Like right. for real, if I don't get attention, I'll die. In order to survive, <laughs> so yeah, that's relatable. So to me, great cue line. I actually love it for a dark ride. I. I think it's really cool. The line is super long almost every time you go. So that part kind of stinks. Uh, I won't wait in that line. If I can get somehow get a fast pass, like I'll enjoy the attraction. I love it. Uh, we do have some listeners here. So all of these were ranked their very last attraction. Maggie Pierce said the wait is way too long for a not so very exciting ride. We also had um, Jordan Carter also ranked it very low. Kylie Bresky said, wait time, uh, wait time is never justified. Must do for kids, though. Would rather walk on Little Mermaid three times than ride this attraction. I agree with that. that so, <laughs> there you have it. I like Peter Pan. I think it's a good attraction, but again, I'm not going to wait in that line. I ain't going to do it. 
So there you go. There you have it. We're going to crack into our top 20 at this point. We have now heard all the way through 21. So number 20 on our list. Mickey's PhilharMagic. Whoa. There you go. Whoa. So How did that make 20. I might have something to do with this. I know, top 20. So I don't, yeah, I think, so it was ranked number 32 on the listeners list. So a little lower than us. Corey and Lauren, you finally agreed on something. You both yeah. have, I'm so proud of you guys. <sighs> it feels so good. It feels so finally. good. So you had it ranked number 11 on your list, uh, which was the highest out of anyone. Wait, both Andrew, of us had 11? Yeah, both of you had it at 11. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Andrew had it at number 38, which was the lowest. So we were all kind of within, you know, that 11 to 38 range. So Ricky's uh, Philhard Magic, Corey and Lauren. Mm-hmm. Almost cracked your top ten. Why? What do we got? Go ahead. I just think it's a classic. I love that it combines all of our favorite movies into one, and like it hits all of your favorite songs. Like no one, I feel like, can walk out of that and be like, "Oh, I hated everything about that." There's just there's something for everybody in it, and mm-hmm. I just think it's so good and so fun. And that's definitely something that I try to do almost every time I'm there too. I will agree with what she's saying, even though it's so low. I agree with what she's saying. Yeah. yeah I don't think you're going to be extremely disappointed in this track. Yeah. There's something for everybody in it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. everyone's going to love at least one of those movies. So they can't walk out and be like, that was dumb. Or I don't like those 3Ds. There's, there's something for everybody in it. I just yeah, don't but- think that the 3D effects are very good. Like you, if it's hard to look straight on at one of them yeah. without it not looking right and that's why i have it so low i will say the i think i get that the um the aladdin scene is pretty epic though mm-hmm. and the 3d really brings it because you feel like you're on that carpet yeah for sure and like there the are peter so pan. many hidden mickeys that are so peter pan is a really cool moment too yeah. i like the ariel part surprise and dismay <laughs> <laughs> no lion king love mm. so yeah mickey's feel heart magic again ranked 20 on our list We'll now move down to number 19, Toy Story Mania. Wow, and this is a big change. So the listeners have it at number five on their list. Wow. Toy Story Mania. I would not expect that, but it's a great attraction. Mitch actually had it ranked the highest at number six on his list. Hunter has it ranked the lowest at 30. So uh, one of our listeners, Becca the Hufflepuff on Instagram, said it is very fun and interactive always gets competitive it is her favorite ride at disney so mitch you had it at six why i personally think it's the best ride in toy story land um always liked it it was one of those attractions where you know back whenever they had the paper fast passes it was one where like they opened the gates and you sprinted to it Mm -hmm. every single morning like my dad would be like hold my backpack i'm going oh yeah and you'd sprint to go do it and i mean it's just like um i don't know the the games are fun the guns actually work and it's like virtual and there's cheat codes on that one too for every single, I don't know if you guys knew that for mm-hmm. every single room, mm-hmm. there is a cheat code you can unlock. Those ones are so hard though. And you can't do them by you yourself. You have to work really. with your partner. Yeah. You, you have to work with your partner. You can do it by yourself. You have to be very accurate. And your arm hurts so bad afterwards. Like I'm always like stretching and rolling out <laughs> afterwards. Um, I used to be, I used to be a toy as so we said when we worked there. But when we had the paper fast passes and Mitch, you are not even kidding. Like the very first part of the morning when we would be opening the attraction, they would staff like three or four of us just for the paper ticket machines where each one of us had one machine because we had to help them because 
people would flip out needing that paper fast pass. If like, you weren't there within the first hour of the park opening, you weren't getting it's on that gone. Ride. Yeah, That's literally 45 minutes in sometimes you'd have to tell people there's no more fast pass and like they would be pissed. Yeah. So I don't know. My arms never actually hurt on that. I don't know why. But well, you score like five points on. <laughs> no, I, I do pretty well on that ride, and my arms. Okay. Never, so okay. we're gonna move on. Disney After Dark. Number eighteen <laughs> on our list. Oh, where it all began for me. Test track. Test track number eighteen on the list, and this is another shocker for me. Number six on the listeners list. A lot of test track fans. Mitch, you had it actually high again, number five. Corey had it ranked 30, which was the lowest. So we we're all kind of in between that. Uh, test track. Mitch, you have it high. I love that ride. It, I still think that the old one was better with the video and stuff. Made mm. you feel more like a test dummy, whereas now you're like testing a car. Um, but the ride itself, I mean, it, it speaks for itself. It's just a great ride. It's the, I think it's the fastest one on property, yeah. if I'm correct. Yep. I mean, the great thrill ride. It's fun to ride it at night and in the day, but I prefer the nighttime, I would say. And um, I just think everything about it is cool from designing your car to actually doing the attraction. But old test track will always be number one. And oh, I think yeah. anybody who's ever done the old one knows the old one was better. I for sure would have had a ranked higher if it were still the old test track. You were terrified to at that wall at the end because you literally thought you were going to run into the wall. Yeah. Open up. Like, so, like, it's pretty cool. Like, the lighting and everything in the new one is actually pretty cool. It's kind of got, like, that Tron feel, but it just makes no sense. None no, of it makes sense. The rooms, remember, like, the old hot and the cold rooms used to have, like, yeah. like but now it's, like, the hyper-scanning, whatever it is. I can't, I don't like that. In yeah. the old one where you used to be the test dummy, did they used to sell the cars at the very end? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. so I wonder if they like didn't sell any cars because you just got done like almost trying not to die <laughs> and they were like hmm maybe we don't want them to feel like they're about to die that's funny so uh, there you go test track number 18 on the list moving down to number 17 soaring around the world whoa yeah so over at Epcot soaring uh, number 11 on the listeners list uh, wow Lauren had it ranked number three what? on her list. So she's a big fan. Big Lauren fan, had big it fan. Three. Hunter had it the lowest at 47. Hunter's oh, not here to explain himself. I'll do oh. it. Okay, so <laughs> I love how I Hunter, like Hunter, has, Hunter has attorneys here tonight. I yeah. love it. So it, what do you got, Andrew? Okay. It is a, it's an empty shell of an attraction that it used to be. It's, Oof. Oh, so bad. The only, I mean, honestly, though, even the screen itself, like the actual, like, I'm, I'm assuming it's all CGI now, whereas the other one. A lot like, of it is, yeah. I mean, because in Soarin' Over California, it was actual, like, video footage, was it not? Like, it always just seemed like it was more real. You're, al yes. you're always going to have the issue because the screen is, like, half a sphere, I guess. It, it's just, it dips in. So unless you are in the middle... Yeah. Certain things in that, namely the Eiffel Tower. There's always a crooked Eiffel Tower. Warped. And so the best way to be is in B1, but it's just, eh? The music's not even as good. Be in B1, yeah. folks. Patrick Warburton is a saint. I he just is. met yes. him at he, Grand Rapids Comic-Con. I love that man. Not He's the best kidding. part of the ride. Good dude. The pre-show is the best part of that ride. You would think, though, knowing their limitations with the screen, that they wouldn't put a straight figurine 
in the ride like why would you have like the mm -hmm. eiffel tower in the center of your ride if you know it's gonna end up looking like crooked for half the people that's fair that's a good call i think so the most notice noticeable is definitely what you're saying mel that eiffel tower it curves hardcore when you get close to it like it just bends and it doesn't look realistic yeah i actually like some of the cgi scenes i don't i don't think it has to be all real like the elephants and so i actually enjoyed that part I that's think pretty cool I'm not going to say it's not, like it's but, bad CGI. It's yeah. just. Well, let's talk to Lauren here. She's got it at number I know, three. She's got it at three. She's like. <laughs> I do miss Lauren over California. Um, Did you like think, it better than this one? I think so, yes. Okay. Um, but I, I don't know. I think this one, I think I just have a lot of memories in it. My mom and my dad both really like it. It was one of the only rides that like we took my grandma on forever. Um, so I think it's just one of those, I have sentimental appreciation for it and I really love it. So I don't know if there's like a, this is the best ride in the whole, obviously number three, but um, I don't know. I think it's more of like a sentimental thing. It's just something that just always makes me happy. I love the feeling of it. I just think it's a great ride. The smells. And it opens. The smells oh, are my smells favorite. Are so I good. love the smells. smells. I was going to say it if no one else did. I'm I like, miss the orange groves. I miss the orange groves. But, uh, I, I used to the the smell of the grass. I love the smell yeah, of the grass. The grass yeah, and the grass and the elephants. Like the that part is actually smells really good. No, the best smell in that one now is uh, the Polynesian Islands. Yes. I have a candle oh, yeah. that smells like that. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be good. Um, all right. So there you go. Number 17 on the list. Uh, moving on. Number 16, Spaceship Earth at Epcot. Number 21 on the listeners list. Uh, AJ had it ranked number eight on her list. So cracked her top 10. Corey had it ranked the worst at 28. So not that bad. Not yeah, bad. it's not bad. not that bad. We were all kind of in that mid-range there. So uh, one of our listeners, Lulu, uh, had it ranked as her least favorite attraction, but had no reason why. Uh, so AJ, you had it ranked pretty high. That's like my nostalgic ride. I don't know. That's just a ride that I can do, like, no matter the day, no matter who I'm with, no matter what. And it just always puts me in, like, such a happy place. And I love it. And, like, I'm a huge, like, history buff and stuff like that. So hearing all these things is, like... I, don't, I just love it. It makes me feel good inside. I am really sad, though, because they are going to close it down for two years for refurb. I don't know what the heck is going to take two years. Um, it does need some updating, though. Like, some of the animatronics in there are a little less than uh, pleasing to the eye. But fun fact, there is an animatronic in the Egyptian scene that is actually one of the presidents in the Hall of Presidents. Um, oh. It got scrapped because it didn't look enough like, oh, my gosh, who is it? I cannot remember off the top of my head which president it is, but it didn't look enough like him, so they scrapped it and they just threw it in a spaceship earth instead. So there's oh. just like one random white guy in the Egyptian scene. My <laughs> only issue awesome. with that ride is the fact that we go from the Renaissance period to the Civil War is over. We're skipping. Oh, yeah, like you're skipping yeah. a big generation years of, of yeah. history. And That's the guy, a good call. I never really thought about that. And Father the guy in the garage who's like, they're like, oh, yeah, the nerd. he started up all this stuff in the garage. He's literally been dead for years. Like the guy in the garage who's supposed yeah. to be typing on the computer is just like hunched over his It seems like dead. he gets Was lower and Steve lower Jobs? towards the yeah. keyboard. That is not <laughs> a guy. That is Steve Jobs. Yeah, I was about to say, that's Steve Jobs. Yeah. Like, Respect no, him. I make that connection. No, Anyways, he's I, dead. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, he made your <laughs> iPhone. Well. My so anyway, she doesn't even she doesn't even have an iPhone. Yeah, oh, is that is that why the texts are green? Is it you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a whole other conversation. It's a whole other. Yeah, we can't Anyways. name our group chat. Oh yeah, it literally it is just AJ in our group chat. <laughs> and I love my galaxy. Thank but you. there you go. Uh, so I do. I love. 
I've told people this before, but I love animatronics. So this, this is a ride anytime I'm in Epcot, whether it's before or after going to the world to have a couple toddies, telling you, great spot. I love it. It's a great attraction. Sure is. Some good smells, some good sights. I love Disco Girl inside the uh, the science room. Oh, I love I, her. Oh, John I love from Onion Head. Onion Head in that when uh, whatever the astronomer is like talking. You mean the dude that has the legs that are this big? Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's right. That guy. Chicken leg guy. Yeah. <laughs> Sleeping monk, like so many, and something. One of the most peaceful scenes. I'm telling you, is when the guy is painting the roof of the church or the Renaissance. Yeah, the Vatican. Michelangelo. And that part is like, is yeah, it is so soothing to me. Like that music. Oh, I could just close my eyes. They're like, here is Michelangelo playing, and then they're like, yeah. oh, the Civil War is over, and I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> I know it skips ahead real far. Yeah. You know, as much as I love the like interactive, um, like game part at the end, I miss back when it had like more things on the decline about like the families FaceTiming each other before it was FaceTime, but like mm-hmm. video chatting with yeah. each other. I really love that part. And I was upset because I think that was when Siemens took over. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really loved all that stuff that was That's there. That's a good before. call. And but now like it. half the face pictures that go on your camera, like are yeah. just so bad. <laughs> like it is <laughs> fun. That's but another reason why it's like one of my favorite though, because I love watching my face like go back to Washington. It just yeah. makes me really homesick. <laughs> another and a fun fact: it's actually another ride in the top ten uh, <laughs> places rides that people hook up on. Yeah, so, there it is. Disney Stay after dark. Mouth. Future future episode. Disney after dark. Just get ready. All right, so the next one we are now moving down to number fifteen on our list, and this one. I think one person really dragged this one. This should be a, probably a top five attraction. Uh, this is the first big, big surprising one. Number 15, Haunted Mansion. Get out of here. Didn't even crack the top 10. Uh, we have Mel to thank for that. She ranked it as her dead last attraction. What? what? Is this because of Constance? Because no. 72. 72. <laughs> 72. Corey had it the highest at number four on the list. Uh, we did have some listeners that all had them ranked as their favorite attraction. None of them had it as their least favorite. Uh, so Fiona Claire had it. The theming is just too good. Scared to do when younger, so I conquered it. Big shout out to you. Andrew Previtt, uh said the theme is impeccable and delivery is top notch. First ride to come to um, when thinking Disney. Can't go without riding a few times. We also had Kenna, who is a listener. Uh, she gets happy and thinks of all the family memories they had on that ride. She rides as many times as possible. Uh, theme Park Shenanigans said, loves the music and vibe. So I think the biggest question here, Mel, why 72? Why dead last on your I rankings? hate it. I don't like doing it. I really don't. Like, my boyfriend has to drag me, like, or he bribes me. He's like, I'll get you a churro, get on the freaking ride. <laughs> Fair trade. I just I'll get you a churro. I don't. That bride freaks me out, and I don't like thinking about death when I'm. Leave at- Constance alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you and your like Constance her. chat. I really don't. She freaked me out as a kid. I never got over it. I just don't really like the vibe of the ride in general. I just never really got with it, and it's unfortunate because so many people love it, but I just really does not work for me. Okay, uh, it was. I don't know if I said it, but it was actually number 12 on the listeners list too, which again, I thought for sure this is like a top five attraction for everybody. 100%. 100%. Uh, 
Um, at least top oh. even though I didn't put it in my <laughs> top five, but still. Um, there you go. So, and then Corey, you had it ranked really high. Yeah, yeah, I did actually. It's it's iconic. This is iconic. I still have uh, my Disneyland book, or maybe it's a Magic Kingdom book. I'm not sure. Either way, uh, I used to do show and tells at school before I even got on this ride about the Haunted Mansion. I've I've loved it ever since day one. I still love it till this day. And for those of you wondering, no, it is actually not in the top ten. Uh, for rides that people hook up on <laughs> so uh yeah no haunted mansion baby so the, the whole like pepper's ghost trick how they like do everything on this with the imagineering it's been a trick that's been around for hundreds of years and it still blows my mind that the technology behind a lot of that has been around since the park opened and like i, I just it's crazy to me well was it a park open attraction no, uh, I believe for no, it wasn't. Disney it was World, but Disneyland. Yeah, no. okay. I think. Um, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty okay. sure that's how it worked. I can't remember. It wasn't for Disney World, I don't think either. Yeah. No, I don't think so. But anyways, that for you know, 40, 50 years, like that's just it, it's mind blowing to me. Like that's continued to they've continued to use the same illusions, and it still blows my mind. Um, I was able to do it the behind the scenes tour there. It's unreal. Like to go back like behind the scenes and learn all that. Our boy Patrick Spikes loves this attraction. He had it ranked number one on his list. Patrick Spikes. Great stuff, great clothing on the animatronics. I was able to sell these on eBay for quite a bit of money. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, I wondering I'm like, where have I heard that name before? Patrick Spikes, number one. So I just looked on the Haunted Mansion was an opening day attraction for Disney World, but not Disneyland. Oh, okay. Had a reverse. Cool. There you have oh, it. Cool. Yeah. So that is again, an attraction that I just have to do every single time. It is. Yeah. I don't understand how people don't like that. No. I used to try to convince my friends that Disney Magic, well, I mean, Disney Magic is real, but my, when I would go to Disney all the time as a kid, they're like, nothing's real. And I'm like, there's real ghosts. It's- I've never liked scary. It was never my thing. Like, you know, it just does not sit oh, well. See, I'm number one. I hate scary, but I love this because I don't. Yeah. So there you have it. 15 on the list. Again, I thought it would have been much higher, but there you go. Thanks a lot, Mel. <laughs> no. We are moving on. And ladies and gentlemen, we have our first attraction that is number one for one of us. Oh no. That is on the list. Number 14, Festival of the Lion King. Oh, (laughs) wow, that's so low for that. It was me. Yeah. (laughs) I have officially, I was, I've never really considered it my favorite attraction, but when I was doing my list, I honestly think it's my favorite attraction at the Walt Disney World Resort. Wow. Um, We've spent some time talking about it. Yeah. I, it's one of those, the music and the performers are so interactive with everybody. I just, I get a lot of feels when I go to this. Um, and again, I, I work there. So like I got to see some of the behind the scenes stuff, but like that doesn't even matter. I, this is one show. I could go to the show eight times a day and I enjoy it every single time I watch the show. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ had it Same. ranked the worst at 42. Oh my God. Oh my God. Ouch. I feel like I probably yeah. had to have. Have you opened your eyes? Close. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I don't know okay. a single person that's like said, I just don't like Festival of Lion King. That just made I me mean, cringe. I love it really? so much. Don't, 
it's not that I don't like it because I like it. It's just not something that I feel compelled to do. Like I've been here for two years. I've done it like, I've done it once or twice, maybe twice. I've done it twice. And just, yeah, like, I don't know. I have like a very small attention span and like having a really long show that I have to sit through just like bothers me. And there's like not really a story behind it, and it's just I don't know, like it's cool, but it's there's not no story that behind no it. Story, there's a whole it's movie the behind King. it. No, but like not like that, but like it's not like taking you through like the journey. It's just kind of like oh, we're elephants, oh, we're flying monkeys, ah, oh, we have like it's not birds, true it's we're flying monkeys. Like I don't know, it's just weird. I don't You're know. You're telling like, me you thought of 43 other things you would rather do before that? Yeah. I've only done it twice since I've moved here, so like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What's your problem, man? My oh, heart hurts. Jeez, what I don't know, hell? man. What you're talking about? Yeah, I, I totally had it really high on my list. Yeah, I, I did think, too. Uh, let's see here. Let me check it out. No, so it's I okay. had it at one. Mitch had it at three. Yeah, just keep. Lauren going. had it at four. What's Hunter the next? What's the next attraction? Corey, you had it at. 37 you did not oh, have oh called so out Corey. Corey. Yeah, but like, yeah, but like 40 yeah but like 43 what a there's <laughs> a big geez, difference i'm so mad about 37 Jeez. back me up yeah, buddy. that's harsh yeah so that's i was awful. disappointed my favorite attraction not crack top 10 but that's all right i still love you so there you go festival lion king number 14 moving down on the list number 13 millennium falcon smugglers run oh yeah. uh this is an attraction I have not done yet. Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, number 27 on the listeners list. Hunter had wow. it ranked number six. Hmm. Number six on his list, so top 10. Lauren had it ranked 28th, which was the lowest. Really? Yeah. So I think this all comes down to if you're a big Star Wars fan, it's got to be something along the lines of like being able to see the Millennium Falcon in person and being able to board it and it's just very nostalgic. Um, a good case in point here. So I have Brittany Cox, who's been around since episode one. My she, girl. She rated this as her number one attraction. I'm just going to read what she said because it's a lot of feels. Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run is my favorite attraction in Disney World because I have loved Star Wars ever since I was little. My dad is a big Star Wars fan, so he had me watch the series starting at a young age. All through elementary school, I wanted to be Princess Leia and wore two buns in my hair. And at recess, we would play Star Wars, and I got to be Leia. Um, the ride is so immersive, and it was crazy to see the ship I had seen as this iconic ship in the movies in real life. My favorite moment riding uh, the ride is one I will never forget, is putting the Millennium Falcon into light speed. Being able to physically grasp the level and pull it down and see the ship enter light speed was such a surreal moment and was so amazing. I was just so happy. It was like I finally got to be a part of the rebellion I had dreamed of and looked up to from a young age. This is why it's my favorite ride. Yeah, now I feel bad. That's amazing. <laughs> Brittany, it's all I love about you. people. Yeah, how do you feel about that low ranking now? Brittany Cox over here living a dream. Yep. Yeah, you're killing dreams over here at the happiest podcast on earth. I know. You know but I can I I can totally understand. I I, I mean, get to I think see it's it a great person, attraction. So but I think when I see it in person it's gonna be great. But there you go. I mean, I will say, I mean, everything going up to it, seeing the Falcon for the first time, obviously, I mean, that brought me to tears. Uh, going through the queue, it's pretty awesome. Going up into the chess room is amazing. Boarding the Falcon. It's just once the ride begins, there's definitely a couple things that just really, it's not that great. And then even yeah. the simulation. So a lot of it is like, like the queue line portion, like right. just it's seeing just, everything in person. It feels yeah, like you're walking sure. on the set of Star Wars. I mean, yeah. it, literally, you feel like you're there. I mean, because, the whole land is like that. But yeah. so don't the ride itself, 
the ride itself that's why it was it was tough for me but it is still pretty uh and i've i've heard that and again i've never been on it so i'm not 100 percent sure and you can help me with this but Mm -hmm. i've heard that if you have like a bad pilot or like someone that can just totally ruin the attraction because they're so bad Okay. And I was actually, a pilot. Like, this isn't I... like mission space where like you're the pilot and you just literally no matter what you do you just go the same route like this is an attraction where like you literally if you're a bad pilot it's bad well it's bad. That, yeah like, but that but you group of sticks yeah so i mean if you're like by yourself with like a different group and they're well, bad at everything they do well it's the gonna thing, yeah you. not really i mean here's the thing if you get the pilot or the co-pilot you're, you're you're sitting pretty i think it's the people who are the gunners and the technicians that or the engineers that have it the worst because your buttons are oddly placed like on the wall next to you so you're yeah. kind of like trying to look at where you're pushing buttons and looking back at the screen and pushing like the the co-pilot and the pilot are having a great time up at the front engineers you're pretty much just your friends don't your friends don't like you very much I, and, uh, no but like if you have a bad pilot then you're done for like my mom and i wrote it and we were both engineers or actually i was an engineer she was a gunner and we had two little kids they were like seven and eight and they were our pilots and literally could not do it. And it got so bad that my engineering thing died out because our plane <laughs> was so bad that they were just like, you can't fix it. So they killed out the engineers. The gunners were terrible too. Sorry, mom. And like our plane, <laughs> our Falcon was like on fire. But like our pilots, like we were running into everything. And it just like, it was a yeah. cute ride. because I was a bad kids. pilot. Oh my God. There, there's a really a cool effect though with it. Um, so I did it with my dad when he came down like two weeks ago and we had like a four-year-old and like an 84-year-old as the pilots and it was miserable <laughs> but like we were both engineers trying to like fix everything my sister was a gunner and I don't know there was like another gunner but it makes it a lot more bumpy or a lot bumpier which depending on like if you get motion sickness at all that's going to make it a lot worse true but it is kind of cool because when you're done depending on how you did as you exit the falcon it looks different mm. like it'll get if you to the point where it'll get so bad like all the lights are flickering you'll hear like electrical shorts and like there'll be like steam coming and whatnot so it'll definitely change if, like if you do good like it's just gonna look like the falcon and whatnot but yeah it, and hondo will like kind of rip you a new one if you do oh. bad mm-hmm. so it it's i mean that that part's kind of cool, cool. Yeah. Um, so I think that kind of adds to the effect of the ride, but that's like one of those things. Like, if you're just so annoyed that the pilot was that bad and that you hit everything, you're not going to notice those. Hmm. So I mean, there is something to take away from it, though. Even when there's a bad pilot. Okay. Also, fun fact: Hondu is the voice of all the announcements at Typhoon Lagoon and at Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) (laughs) So that's awesome. That's pretty funny. There you go. All right, love my voice actors. Anyways, number twelve on our list jungle cruise jungle cruise reached number 12 number 13 for the listeners lauren had it ranked the highest at number seven mitch at 37 Ooh, wow mitch. so yeah so pretty low for mitch uh talk to me guys what do you think about jungle cruise mitch you want to you want me to take it oh i don't know it's just the same with all of them i think so many of the magic kingdom rides are just classics in this one i mean I just think it's so fun. And a lot of time the skippers, that's what they're called, right? Always have their own jokes. And they, I feel like they don't do them as much as they used to. But it's every time you do it, it's a little bit different. Um, I don't know. I just think it's one of those classic rides that I always have to do. And that, I don't know. I just think it's 
A classic. There we go. Yeah. It's really cute. It, it's yeah. like a fun thing to do. And I mean, I think it's funny with Animal Kingdom now. It's like people are like, but I could just go see the real thing. But you don't get the funny jokes and like, I, yeah. I, just, I don't know. I That's my issue. Hey, That's if you my ride, issue. If you ride my safari. That ride, you have to have a good skipper. And if you don't, your experience is awful and the ride is boring. If you don't, if you yeah. have a skipper who is just reading and like going off the top, you know, just going through the motion. Yeah. It is not a good attraction. It's if you have someone who's interactive with you and is talking to the guest and that, it's a really good ride. But if you have yeah. someone that's awful, it's a bad ride. And at yeah, nighttime, so- I think it's awful at nighttime because you can't see anything. Yeah, Whoa! I like it at night. Whoa, I was gonna, yeah. I was, I was, uh, what are you going to see at nighttime? It is like stuff. One hundred percent, but that it makes is. it like creepier. It looks it's like a. Cool. And then at Christmas, it's the Jingle Cruise. Yeah, yeah Jingle Cruise is true. fun. No, I don't know. At it nighttime, is, that it is very line, dependent. Lighting. I agree, Corey. Yeah. yeah. Mitch it's, is 100% true about like the skipper thing. Like there was literally a skipper. My mom and I wrote it in like July. She came back in October. We saw that it was the same skipper that we had gotten in July that we had hated so much. So we literally waited for like an extra 15 yeah. minutes so that we wouldn't get this skipper. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like that's how much of an impact she had on yeah. us. Yeah. If, if I see one in training, talk. I just don't even go on. Oh, yeah. It's sad, but I'll just skip it. Yeah, just, I mean, back back. Yeah, I just can't do it. Yeah, back in the day, before we would head up to Swiss Family Robinson for our nightly tree fights, <laughs> uh, Jared and I definitely would go over to uh, yeah, Jungle Cruise to. over at night. It was just a classic thing to do at night. It's it's really cool. The lighting, the effects. I know you can't see everything, but you know what's there, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just it's it is it's creepy. It's a cool setting. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it is make or break with, with the skippers, but back in the day, they were able to kind of go off script and kind of do their own thing where now I have heard, uh, through the grapevine that they do have to kind of stay on script. And yeah. if you are, you know, if you do work at Jungle Cruise, please hit us up and let us know the deal behind that. Cause I'd officially like to know why they have to stay. And if you work there, please do your job. You have the unique opportunity to, <laughs> no, you do. You have the unique opportunity. Do your job. Do your, hey. do your job. Hey, you skippers no, out there. No, like, do your I'm, damn I'm, job. Like, I'm being honest. Like you have the unique opportunity to interact with guests. They can't leave your boat, like entertain them. That They're paying yeah. for that. They're not paying for you to sit there and just read what you were given. You have that, the best that job. Best do it. Well, some guests you. did leave the boat because you saw their shrunken heads and <laughs> oh. All right, um, some of their bones and skulls are still left. In the- All right, Trader. Interesting little fact, though. So to kind of jump off what Mitch said, they don't get spiel pay. No, they really? don't. Yeah, no, they, they don't. don't get spiel pay. So technically, the only thing they're required to say <laughs> is watch your head and step. That's it. That's the only thing they could literally sit down, not do anything, and they oh. can't get in trouble for it because they're not required to. Where so Safaris is the only ride now that is still spill pay because GMR is gone. Rest in That's peace. That's true. Ride. Yeah. Um, huh. Good call there. There you go. I so real quick. I think it's my attractions background, but the queue is terrible. It's so condensed, and like when it's uh, on a hot day, it is brutal. Because there's only fans in there, and it just blows like hot it's, air at you. It's but, the real deal, man. And it's, it's so like condensed. <laughs> but I will say with the queue, the the audio, like the radio station, the guy is really funny in that. I enjoy that. That's cool. So there you go. Jungle Cruise, number 12 on the list. We're getting close to our top 10, but one more until we get that top 10. Number 11, Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Seven Dwarves Mine Train, number 11 on the list. Number nine for the listeners. 
Mel had it ranked the highest at number six. Corey and Mitch both had it at 26 for their uh, for the lowest rating. Uh, Allie, one of our listeners, said it is her favorite attraction. Uh, it's fast and loves the scenery in the ride. So there you go. Uh, Mel, favorite or you were the favorite out of all of us here. Number six. Why? I think it's just such a cute roller coaster. I wish it was longer, but I do love the queue line and all the cute things they have for the kids. I love how smooth the roller coaster is. I love where they have the photo. It's just in a perfect spot and they do the video too. I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And the animatronics in the ride with the dwarves and everything, like it's really awesome. The things they're doing now, like I hadn't seen one like that before riding seven doors, mind train, how they have like the face projected onto the animatronic it just looks so much cooler and it's That's easier how frozen ever like after is. i know but like i hadn't seen that yet i'd only oh. seen it. like i did seven dwarves and then i had done that one so it was just so cool to see and i love snow white in the end mm. it's just so cute like i just it's so perfectly fantasy land honestly yeah yeah no i'll i'll agree with that 100 percent um i do enjoy the attraction again the line's usually very long and mm. I, it's one of those attractions i won't wait in line for if it's super long uh, again, I'll, I'll need a fast pass, but I do love it. That cave scene, like you're in the mines when the seven doors are awesome. Mm-hmm. And Corey, you can attest to this, that ringtone, my old ringtone of the high <laughs> And it would wake up the whole house. <laughs> that was always fun. But yeah, seven doors mine train, number 11 on our list. We are, we are here, folks. Top 10. Top 10. Woo-hoo! We're getting down to it. Number 10. Tower of Terror. Really? Yes, number 10. Number four on the listeners list. Corey had it ranked number two on his list. I actually had it ranked number 49 on my list. Oh, so there you wow. go. This is uh, your fault. A lot of feels. I would have figured this would be the number one attraction for the listeners just from how many people said it's their favorite attraction. Uh, Allie was the only one that submitted and said it's her least favorite attraction. She said she hated elevators since she was little. So a free falling one just sounds very terrifying, which Aww. believe me, hundred percent feel you. Yeah. Uh, Bice Novak said, and these are all favorites for them. Uh, these people here. So Bice Novak said it's different each time, so you don't know what to expect. Also, the Diamonds Award plaque in the lobby makes me smile. Uh, Maggie Pierce said it's the first thrill ride she ever went on. Which, who are your parents? Why is? <laughs> Tower of Terror, your first thrill ride. That's (laughs) terrifying. But first thrill ride ever went on. uh, She went on and made her obsessed with thrill rides. Jordan Carter, Alyssa Dell, and Grim Pilgrim all said it's their favorite. Uh, Kylie Bresky said the theming is incredible. Every ride is different. And views from the top are incredible. Nothing beats the stomach dropping feeling. Uh, Sarah Miller, who was ex-Mighty Duck on our softball team, Likes the new drop sequences. A lot of people have fun on the ride when, they're, uh, when they get off the ride, except for a few people, which I am one of those people. Dan Pierce also enjoys it. Katie Clements said it's her favorite since she was a kid. Uh, loves how spooky it is and the thrill of the drops. Corey, number two on your list, Tower of Terror. Again, Maggie, I'm with you. It was the very first ride that I ever got on back when it was formerly MGM Studios. All right, um, Pete. I know. Gosh, what a name. The best park. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like, I mean, from the moment you walk in there, the bellhops are just on point, going through the boiler room, uh, the whole Twilight 
uh, just Twilight Zone theming, getting up there. It's just so well done. I mean, it really takes you out of the whole thing. And for me, just finally going to work at Hollywood Studios later on in life and uh, just going down a quiet sunset boulevard before the park opened and seeing the tower there and they would do the test runs. You could hear the doors opening and all that kind of stuff. It was just so cool. And, uh, you know, I still, Jared knows, I've, I've wanted one of those, those damn robes. Oh, yeah. You want the <laughs> damn robes, robes in the gift, in the gift shop. shop. I just want to wake up with my wife one day with just a couple of Tower of Terror <laughs> robes. Just call our buddy up. What's his name again? He got steals all the stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Patrick, Patrick Spikes. If you've got <laughs> a couple Spikes. robes a for robe. me, I need it. I need that. My wife and I need it. Can I say, can I, say about that ride? I got one more thing to say about that ride. Yeah. That's another attraction. If you work there, do your job. Retweet. Oh, true. You have the opportunity there to be Creepy. angry and mean and like play the role. Like come in hungover if you have to. It'll help. Come in. <laughs> It'll work really well. Get fired. Yeah. So yeah, I the reason I had it at 49, you you guys know me by now. I just I'm not a big this attraction of all of them, this emission space are the worst. But I've done the attraction before. I get the sweats. Like when I'm in the queue line, I start to sweat. Like my hands get clammy. And then when I'm done, I just, uh, it's a, I need to sit down for a while. But I had it at 49. I could have ranked it lower, but I feel like the theming is so well done in that where I gave it some respect in that regards. But I mean, the ventriloquist dummy at the end, the best. Uh, but for all you people saying it's a different drop sequence every time, don't know what to expect. What are you talking about? It's it's literally just drops. Like I don't care if it's different size drops every time. But it's different. It's still terrifying. No, it's you don't the, want to be. Like, it, it, well, last time the, I had the two drop and three. The two like big not drop, knowing if you're going to go up or down yeah, first. That's is what so it is. Bad. It's just and multiple it, times up and down, and it sucks. And Corey can probably test awesome. this. If you lift your legs up. The ride is ten times better. If you're like sitting there and you have yeah, your legs up in the air, it feels like you I are free falling. Yeah, I do not. I do, do that. that. Well, I've never done it, but I'm going to. You should. It is pretty. the The coolest thing ever with that is I once had a bag down at my feet that I didn't strap or like, and it just flew up. Like it's kind of cool because you do see it in the air when you when you drop, like it pops up. But you almost get smacked in the face. But it's yeah, pretty cool. It's hardcore, and a lot of people ruin the picture on that ride. Just saying, because they put yeah, your the hands road, up in the air. Don't put your hands up. Don't put your hands up in the air. Be respectful to the people around you. There is a picture <laughs> on there. Anyways, that was it. Number ten. Number nine. Dinosaur. What? Wow. Made the top ten. Number Heck nine. Yeah, that's how. Number, number eighteen on the listeners list. Uh, I actually had it ranked number three on my wow. list. Wow. I how love this it? attraction. Lauren had it ranked thirty-three. Which was the really? lowest. Lauren, how dare you? Sorry. Um, Lisa Murphy, one of our listeners, said uh, it's her favorite attraction. It's very quotable from the intro video to the ride. She loves the photo op and ruining the pic for everyone. My gosh, after I just <laughs> said don't ruin the picture of the tower. Uh, she said it's, this may sound evil, but she thinks it's hilarious seeing kids scared on the ride. Yes. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing groundbreaking or nothing groundbreaking in terms of the visuals and technology, but can go on it over and over and not get sick of it. Uh, again, this is like the perfect kind of thrill ride for me. Like it's nothing like fast. There's no big hills, but like it's still pretty scary. Like it's dark the whole time, 
and there are scenes in that where it's just pitch dark. There's not even anything to look at, but the, the audio in it, it's just, I think it's just an overall well done attraction, mm-hmm. but that's just me. Jared, do you want to talk about how it was sponsored by McDonald's or should I go into oh, that? Oh yeah, go ahead. Ooh. No, yeah, go ahead. So whenever you're going down the stairs to the actual, um, what is that called? Like loading dock, like boarding yeah. area. If you look to your left, there's like some pipes that are like yellow, red, and white. And on there are like some chemical formulas. And those are actually like the chemical formulas for uh, mustard, ketchup, and mayo. Yeah. Because the ride was sponsored by McDonald's. Yeah. I love that so wow. much. Wow. And then tell them about the wall too, Jared. The wall where it says, um, does it say CTX, um, WED, 1997. Oh, with like the Imagineering stuff? Yeah. It's supposed to say CTX stands for Countdown to Extinction. Mm-hmm. WED is WED, which is yeah. Walt. What it, was it's that the Imagineering, yeah. basically. The group and then 1997 so. was the year that the ride was put in there, right? That was it? when the, yeah. When yeah. The park. Yep. So that's pretty cool. Look for those two things next time. That's Maybe. pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so dropping back to an earlier story that I was kind of starting to talk about, uh, I actually got to walk this attraction with Joe Rody, which was really cool to listen awesome. to him talk. Um, but he was explaining that they didn't have the budget on this ride uh, for everything they wanted to do as well. So you'll notice on some parts of the attraction, like I was saying, when you're on it and it's just pitch dark, um, and when you're on it with the lights on, or if you're walking it with the lights on, you'll see like literally some of the scenes, it's just a black curtain on the wall. There's no shrubs, there's no dinosaurs, there's nothing. That's uh, because they literally did not have the budget. So they just made it into a pitch dark. All you can do is kind of hear it to freak you out. Um, it's just because they didn't have the money. So there you go. So he wanted it to be more, but didn't have the money. Dinosaur is a national treasure. And if you don't like that ride, I don't trust you. Yeah. It was a national treasure. <laughs> Oh, and like salty, Dr. Seeker big... is such a cutie. I'm like, you're just so wholesome. Mm. They should have combined that ride is... with. Uh, they should have combined that ride with uh, Ellen's Energy Adventure. Oh jeez! Oh gosh. my gosh! I want to hear a conversation between Dr. Seeker and Ellen DeGeneres. Like right now. <laughs> so funny. Real funny story. So one of the worst things ever working at attraction is when I was walking through the uh, intro where they have the big. The T-Rex uh, skeleton. It's a Carnotaurus. Thank you very much. <laughs> Not in there, is it? Yes. All right, Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah, geez. Actually, Literally. yeah, it was. Stupid T-Rex. Judy. Anyways, a, a little girl pooped her pants in there. And I'll never forget, there was like a trail of little poop, like hot poops. And it smelled so Bad. It reeked and we had to clean it up. And I I had to keep walking in the room because I don't handle that very well. And I was just like gagging all over the place. But anyways. Right, then... Anyways, moving on. Number eight. <laughs> Number eight. Space Mountain. What? Space Mountain, number eight, number two on the listeners list. Excuse me, how is this yeah. going, number eight? It is number eight. AJ, well, I, I'm going to be a factor into that one. AJ had it ranked number one mm-hmm. on her list. I had it ranked 51. Jarrett. Um, you know, I don't like this attraction too much. Kenna, uh, who is a listener, had it ranked her least favorite attraction. Worst ride ever and not worth the hype. That's oof. Um, well, all I'm going to say about it, 
again, it's it's a roller coaster I'll do. I actually don't get too sick on this ride, like too queasy. I just think it's completely it just seems like an old attraction and it just is like it just seems outdated. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the fact that I don't think we've ever landed on the moon and that whole <laughs> Oh my god. It, but no, is- I most of it is just I just think it's an old it just it needs to be updated. The layovers are so fun. And it hurts uh- my nuts <laughs> when i go over certain bumps i don't have that problem guys i think you can relate no we don't have that problem but and i love space mountain but i swear anytime i sit near the back i feel like it comes off the track and i always oh, look yeah. at my mom i'm like did we just and she's like i think so like and i know i don't know if like that's actually possible but i swear it feels like you physically come off the track and yeah. slam back down i had but a I buddy I had a buddy of mine that used to know these certain parts. It's when you kind of like, you start going in a circle, like you're going around and you're just, it feels like you're going around forever. And he knew these like metal plates that you could reach out and hit your hand on it. So every time he would do it with me, he like, he would just like reach out and all you hear is like, pong, pong, like he'd be hitting these metal. I'm like, that is not safe. Like if someone put that here. Buddy's a psychopath. Oh yeah. It was nuts. So, How did he figure that out? Was he just? I'm sure he probably knew someone that worked there, or I don't know. Yeah. That's terrifying. Heck no. So yeah, AJ, like you have it one on your list. Yes. That is explain. Space Mountain is a ride that, like, when I ride it, the entire time I just have a smile on my face, and I always ride it with my hands up, which terrifies everyone that I ride it with, especially. If oh my god. Because, like, they just see the tips of my fingertips, like, almost getting cut off every single time we go under something. But, like, I just have, like, the biggest smile on my face, and it brings me so much joy. And I just think it's such a good ride. Like, does it need updating? Yes. Like, I think it could be cooler on the inside. But the layovers that they have, like, the villains one, you could hear villains laughing and, like, saying, like, off with their heads and all this cool stuff. Even the Jingle Bell one that's going on right now, like it almost looks like the lights are on because it's so bright and there's like rock Christmas music. It is just, it's so fun. And like, I just love it so much. And now I'm going to start rambling because I love it. Oh, <laughs> it's so gosh. good. There you go. There you have it. Space Mountain number eight. So number seven, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. How is this ranked above Space Mountain? Yeah. Which the listeners also ranked that ranked at number seven. So there you have it. Mel had it ranked number four. Hunter ranked 24. That is your highest and lowest rankings for us. Brian Carlo uh, has it as his favorite attraction. Amazing memories, riding with my grandma. And now my child gets to ride with us and her grandma, which is pretty cool. And Mary, who is a listener, also had this ranked as her favorite attraction. Uh, Mel, you have it ranked high. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just really like it. I especially like riding it at night because it feels like a completely different ride. 100%. It's just so fun. And I don't know, it's just fun. It's a fun thing to go do. You know, I'm a big roller coaster person and there's not many in, you know, Disney in general. So I really enjoy that one a lot. Mm -hmm. It's just a good time. (laughs) I love the theming. I think uh, the whole, the wildest ride in the wilderness. Yeah. Love that part. (laughs) Uh, so the only bad part is the bat cave. It's too loud. Yeah, agreed. That the hurts. fake bats that are just terribly dumb. But, anyways, it's a classic attraction. I think everybody, for the most part, can enjoy. Could agree with that. 
has anyone else ever had it though where they're in the back and you feel like you are literally flying out of the seat because yes. that, oh, that yeah. definitely has happened before and i it panics me just a little bit yeah when you're with <laughs> someone who is like bigger than you and then so the lap bar doesn't go all the way down you just slide mm-hmm. left and right all yep. over the place. it's a little terrifying but it's still <laughs> a lot of fun there you have it that is number seven we're down to number six Number six is Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain at number six. It is number three on the listeners list. Mel, you had this ranked number one. That was my number one. On your list. <laughs> AJ had it at 28. Yep. Um, so explain yourselves. Oh, I Mel, thought I was about to have to apologize on that one. <laughs> You're like, oh, God. Uh, Mel, number one. Yeah, I love that ride. I don't like how I feel like they've upped the water a little bit recently because when my friends and I were working DCP last year, I we were soaked to the bone, like more than I've ever been on that ride before. Um, but I still love it a lot. I think it's so campy. It's so Disney. I love the drop. I love the photos that you get on the ride. It's just such a fun experience, but I also wouldn't wait three hours to ride it. So, you know. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. I have it ranked number two on my list. Um, this was, for the most part, always considered my favorite attraction before I really like dug deep into this. But same thing. I love animatronics. There's a bunch in there. Uh, it's got a thrill part to it, but not everything is a thrill. Like you get to enjoy a storyline and uh, the music. I love the music in it. It's very catchy. Mm-hmm. I overall just a lot of feels. I have a good, a lot of positive feels when I come off that yeah, ride. So it's just a good time. It. Even if you get a little wet on it, that's how it goes. It's like opposite. Like all my feels when I rode this the first few times, everything bad that could happen happened. Like one time I was stuck on there for a few hours and they almost had to eat back us. Ooh. Other times you get like absolutely drenched, but like not not like a normal water ride. There was literally one time I was head to toe soaked. My mascara was running. Everything like it was awful. Oh. <laughs> like it was like they just dunked me in the water and like put me back in the ride. It's so, like little things like that kind of ruined it for me but it's been getting better like I wrote it the other day with a friend during fireworks and that was phenomenal but mm. I don't know just like I don't have very good experiences on it so I don't like it very much okay and the songs are kind of annoying <laughs> like I so, like the animatronics but the songs are just ugh, no now it's stuck in my head I can hear it playing. I know yeah how do you do so Alicia Alicia Tan said perfect mix of theming and thrill plus i'm always a sucker for a wet ride canadians in fantasy land holds a nostalgic place in my heart first attraction i can remember riding back when my parents first took us um and then kyle hamblin also said that's his favorite attraction brandy snyder said i think it started as it being one of the biggest rides i could ride on my first trip i love the drop in the dark before you enter the b room tickles your stomach before it goes back up I love the story and the song. I feel like I see something different every time I ride it. Then the adrenaline rush goes uh, going up the big hill and tipping over the top, plus the view. It has all the components of a classic Disney ride. I feel you. I feel oh, you. I do love the kids that, like, when you go over the first few drops, they start screaming their head off because it's <laughs> oh. the big drop. Every little drop. Is this it? Is this the one? And I'm always the one that's like, oh, yeah, this is it. It's a 500-foot drop. And the <laughs> parents are like, I hate you. Get off the ride. <laughs> Like, stop it. No. So number five, we are in the top five, folks. Number five, Kilimanjaro Safari. All right. So this was 
23 <clears throat> on the listeners list. Wow. Really? Wow. Yeah. Lauren had this ranked number one. Yeah. Um, Mel had it ranked number 29. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, Lauren, you had it one. Uh, yeah, I think I've talked about this before, but I just, I love the animals. I mean, there's hippos that honestly, that takes the cake for me. I know that sounds so silly, mm-hmm. um, but it's very special to me. And I, I love it. It's different every time. I love being outside and seeing everything. Like that's something you can't really experience in anywhere else. I don't know. I just think like I will make a trip to Animal Kingdom to go on the safari. And if, even if that's all I do. Yeah. I think even with Pandora and how popular that is, like it's Animal Kingdom. This is your signature attraction. Well, it's yeah. the flagship for sure. Yep. So it's always going to be, you know, awesome, amazing animals that a lot of people, when they go to Disney parks, they've never seen those animals before and they probably won't ever see again, which is really, really cool. Um, so it's a lot of feels. Again, when you go on that attraction, I don't think you can get off. Even times where like you don't see many animals, you're not getting off that attraction disappointed. Yeah. I like get off like act like a five-year-old giddy kid every single time. Yeah. I love it. Um, sometimes though, it does matter who your driver is. Just saying. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Some oh, yeah. Bad Last drivers. time I went, it was someone you could tell that she was brand new. Andrew was a bad driver. Uh, if you ask Drew if I was. <laughs> Drew. There was this guy there. Me and him just did not get along. Did you guys like, butt heads? Oh, I told him one time to put down his picker and help us move some uh, strollers if he really wanted something done. Because he said we needed to speed up at part or at pram. And I go, why don't you quit pretending to, be, pretending to be a manager, put down the picker, and help us? Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's yeah. harsh. Yeah. No, he. Uh, I don't know. Like I would try to have fun on my safaris, and if we had like a long animal stop, like I would like. I mean, there's not much to storyline yeah. with it, but like, like literally we'd stop and I'd be like, all right, guys, like I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tell you there's a giraffe up the road a little bit. We're going to be here for a while. I don't know how long. Uh, I was like, if you're late for a fast pass, tell them you got stuck on safaris, they'll let you on. If you're late for a dinner reservation, tell them you got stuck on safaris, you let you on. I was like, <laughs> there was one time, dude, we had a 47 minute animal stop. Ooh. Oh my gosh. What it animal? Ostriches. No, nope, it was Frankie. Oh, Frankie? Oh, yeah. So Rhino. Frankie was a white rhinoceros, and he was way up there. And dude, I was back in West – I was in West Savannah before you even got to um, uh, Clay Pits. Okay. So for those of you that don't know, like, basically I was where – right before where you see the mandrels and the um, first – and the male elephants. Anyway, so – I was like, all right, guys, we can do one of three things. We can do some Disney trivia. I can answer as many questions as I know about the park or whatever. Or we can do a Disney sing-along. I don't care. And so <laughs> we did everything but the sing-along. And we finally, like, there was nothing left. And they're like, all right, let's do the sing-along. And so my entire truck started singing Let It Go. And, yeah that was really fun but also it's funny you mentioned the whole uh poop thing at dinosaur because one time i had to it was like it was a little later in the evening so the first loading dock or departure one as we called it was closed and so everyone was coming down to departure two and a little kid just, just peed right right oh. at, right where the cast member which at the time was me it says all right four row six yada 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 and so on um so i had to take everybody from that part of the line and move them all around 
the pee over. (laughs) I took them through the gate and like put them all in over there. Kids are strange little creatures sometimes. (laughs) But no, it's a great ride. And it really is, especially like, I mean, Jared and I can both attest to this, that like Mm -hmm. you really won't see the same ride twice. Yeah, it's cool. And you do get a lot of passionate drivers that uh-huh. the training, they, they take a lot of pride in what they do. So if you do get one of those drivers, it's a top-notch attraction. That's why we have it at number five. Uh, we're going to move to number four, Pirates of the Caribbean. What, what? Yep, so Pirates. Uh, we had it. So the listeners had it at number eight on their list. Andrew and Corey both had it at number three. AJ Mitch had it at 19 on the list. So and that's we were the lowest? High up there. Yeah, lowest was 19. So okay. obviously we're all pretty big fans of the attraction. I don't think you can go wrong. Uh, anything you guys have to say about that attraction, it's a classic. Uh, a lot of cool animatronics. The, the music is always very popular. Theming is well done. Yeah. Don't be I feel like that's another ride that I have to do every time I go there. I don't know yeah. why I ranked it so low, though. We want the redhead. Uh, Not rip anymore. <laughs> no more. It's um, so crazy yeah. to think at one time, like the men were chasing the women around, and <laughs> oh, it was just so not modern <laughs> times. It was so bad. Um, yeah, that's for sure. I I think the. Again, I don't know what it is. Water ride smell. Love the water ride it's smell. It's bromine. It's bromine. Yeah, yeah it's the bromine smell. Use. That's what yeah. you, yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, they don't use chlorine to clean the water. They use bromine. Bro. Mean, mean your chill- own business. Bromine, the chillest of all elements. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, but yeah, I love that. I love the queue. Okay. I always go back to the queue. I you love do. The you queue. really enjoy the queue. I don't know why. I don't I catch myself. <laughs> it's half the ride. It's the experience. It is the experience. I think that a lot of cast members do a good job here too, if they can, you know, stay with the theming. Um, but yeah, overall, you know, I love Muddy Foot. I love the the jail at the end. Those guys, the whistle guy. It's just good feels. And obviously, with Captain Jack and Barbosa added into it, um, fantastic job. So Pirates number four. We're in top three. Number three on the list. Expedition Everest. Mm. Number three. Number 10 on the listeners list. Hunter had it ranked number one. I had it ranked number 21. So everybody did have it pretty high. Uh, Nick, who is our on-the-scenes person here, so everybody knows Nick. Uh, he had it as his favorite attraction. Overall show of the attraction matches the queue. You're immersed in Asia and in preparation for the climb up Everest. Even though it's the same track, it feels different to me every time. Um, I, I 100% agree. Again, this is an attraction I get off of, and I feel a little – I get a little bit of the sweats. Uh, but I think the theming is really well done. I don't, I, It's top-notch. That's why I had it at 21. Again, it's not an attraction I go on every time when I'm at Animal Kingdom. But if you're a thrill junkie, I think it's pretty easy to say this ranks on the top of the list for thrill rides. Um, yeah, anybody else? Everest? Fun fact, I I don't remember why. I think it was because we were like DVC members and like we bought into Animal Kingdom Lodge or something. But my family was one of the first hundred families to ride Everest and we got like this cool little pin when it opened and it was super fun. And it's one of my favorites. It's awesome. another one that I'm like smiling the whole time when I ride it. It goes faster at night. I'm convinced. 
Y'all remember my y'all remember my little smoochy smooch story up oh, on the yeah. top of the mountain, <laughs> right? Is, is that a is is this a hookup ride? Uh, no, 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 no. This was <laughs> very difficult to hook up on this ride. Uh, no, I, I just, I had a, I had the first kiss on a date uh, with a girl up on the very top of Ever. She took me. Oh, okay. She took me all the way. Don't need to hear this story again. It's been since like episode three. All right, man, we're on thirty-eight. <laughs> you have to every thirty episodes. You need yeah, to reminisce. Was, yeah. I don't know. I remember when I was working in Animal Kingdom. Someone told me that the Yeti is named Betty. That's true. Yeah, Betty the so, Yeti. Betty the Yeti, who lives fun in the fact. Fun fact. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. And I'm like, oh, so it's a girl? And they're like, no. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. So you have an Expedition Everest rank number three. This is it. We are down to our last two. Again, number one was surprising to me. Um, but number two on the list, Avatar Flight of Passage. What? Really? Wow. Avatar Flight of Passage is not number one. It's number one for the listeners. Andrew and Mitch both had it at number one for theirs. Corey at number 20. Uh, for our listeners, we had four people say it's their favorite attraction. Sam Tansky is blown away by how cool it is, no matter how many times she rides it. She doesn't even know, or she hasn't even seen Avatar, but loves the attraction. Same. Uh, yeah, Brian exactly. said, the sensory experience has that new car smell to me. Every time I've ridden it with someone uh, new, they come off amazed, which I completely understand. Uh, Charles Kim uh, said that it's his favorite attraction. And I have Alex Seidel here, another long one here, but this is really cool. Flight of Passage is my favorite attraction because it's the first attraction that had me smiling during the whole ride. The use of technology to immerse the guest into the experience through things like the breathing of the banshee on the legs of the guests and the water splashing during the ocean scene makes it better than any attraction in the world. Not only is the ride immersive, but the queue is as well. The queue has so many neat details to look, that, to look at that bring you into the story of Avatar. To be honest, I like the movie Avatar, but it never captured my full interest like movies such as Star Wars and Toy Story. While this ride might not have been my favorite storyline coming into the parks, the level of detail and immersive experience makes it more interesting to me. While other attractions, attractions such as Space Mountain or Test Track also have immersive storylines, this attraction really puts you in the story the best. Yeah, I 100%. I, the theming's great. Technology's fantastic. I think anybody that does this ride, like he was saying, if you're new to it, you're going to come off that attraction. Even if you waited two hours on it, there, there's no way in hell you're going to be disappointed coming off this ride. That's this ride is insane. <laughs> I think it's just so beautiful. My favorite thing is like is. watching other people ride it for the first time. Like if I ever go with like friends or family and I know it's their first time, I make it a point to like sit across from them. That way I can like turn around and look at their face. Just like seeing the look of awe is so fun. Oh my gosh. And I rode it with this kid once that literally the whole time, like he must have thought it was real. He was screaming and just, ah! I look over and they're like halfway on his face, halfway back, holding onto his shoulders. And by the end, we got off, and I was like, "Hey, buddy, did you like the ride?" And he, he was like, pure fear in his eyes, and he was like, "That was the best ride ever." It definitely was an amazing experience. Like I went with my DCP girls when we first got there, and we were like in tears, a few of us, just mm -hmm. a little bit. Nothing crazy, but a little weepy. It was just so beautiful. 
And we're like, wow, we wish the world actually looks like that. That's sad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. That's the one thing. I just want that to happen in real life, but it's never going to happen. No. So there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are down to our number one oh, attraction. Boy. Bad. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> number one we haven't named one. yet. I know, but I don't even know. <laughs> the only one we haven't talked about yet. Huh? <laughs> number one. Rock and roller coaster. Oh. Rock and roller coaster is the number one attraction on our list. It was actually ranked number 17 on the listeners list, which is crazy to me. But wow. Uh, Corey did have this ranked number one on his list. I had it ranked, get this, I had ranked the worst out of everybody, number 12. Okay, that's still pretty good. So good. everybody had it yeah. between one and 12. Uh, not a Disney themed ride which is kind of crazy like it's an aerosmith attraction but fact, rock and roller coaster presented it first and they turned it down yes yeah so greg Susie, one of our listeners said love thrill rides a distinct memory of riding with older brother as a kid so it's sentimental also aerosmith love the music dylan taylor said i'm a thrill guy i love going to canada's wonderland and cedar point so this ride fits that perfectly the Diz Vault on Instagram also said that this is their favorite attraction. Um, Corey, you hit at one. I think we're all right within that one. To like I said, I ranked at twelve. But for thrill, for me not being a huge thrill junkie, I love this ride. I I don't know how I don't get sick on it, but I love this ride. You got the loops. You got the great music blasting in your ear. I love Aerosmith, so like maybe that helps me. I don't know, but. Um, it's a sick attraction. Corey, you have it at one. Why? I mean, come on, everybody. It's the best attraction on the entire resort. Um, if you're a cast member there, become best friends with somebody who works there. Use them. Uh, get the fast pass so you can get in there every time. It's so cool. You get, you get in there. You get in the studio. Uh, the pre-show is amazing. To the forum! Uh, I love it. Uh, then you go out, and all of a sudden, you're just on the streets of Hollywood out there. It's, it's so cool. You get in there if you're on the for the first time. You don't even know what to expect, and mm. Steven Tyler's just three, two, one, and then you're just blasting off. You can't take a great picture on that thing ever. You look like a freak. I don't think anybody's got a good. <laughs> if you've got a good picture on Rock you're and Roller lying. Coaster, please send it in. Uh, I'll still never forget the day that I had a dad and his son walk up to me when I was working in the parks, and he's like, "So this ride's kind of a uh, pretty extreme, huh?" I'm like, "That's not that bad." He goes, "Well, it says there's inversions and there's a loop," and I'm like. Dude, I've been on this ride like every day. There's no I remember loop. that. You there's no inversion, no loops. Convinced there's no yeah. loops. So after work, I was like, I've got to go over there. I've got to ride it. And sure enough, I didn't realize that as soon as you get to the <laughs> pictures, you just go up through this massive loop. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah. And then it's just cool. Whether you get sweet emotion or walk this way. Um, Andrew, what did you try to say they played in there? Uh, uh, yeah, let's calm down. Yeah, they didn't play whatever song it was Andrew Elevator. Elevator. Did say there was a song, yeah. No, it was, was, it, was it crying? No, that yeah, crying. I was like, they don't play crying in there. I'm There's, telling you, man. No. <laughs> um, I know we've all talked about how great it is with the lights on. It is just so cool of a ride. And if you do get a chance to do it with the lights on as a cast member, uh, definitely do it with the lights on. It'll I didn't help. even know there was an option for that. Like people have done you got to you got to be pretty lucky because I mean if you're if you're in with some people because they have to do ride throughs every night, so mm -hmm. with the lights on. So after I'd get off at like when I was working at Fantasmic, I was cool with a lot of people over there, and they'd be like, "Hey, you want to come over and uh, 
do it with the lights on i'd be like hell yeah let's do it with the lights on. <laughs> that's amazing that's so cool yeah, no, that is was, really cool it, it was yeah. dude looks like a lady ah uh, okay no. that, ma- that makes yeah. more sense like a lady. that yeah. makes more sense cool. uh, yeah and then just going to the gift shop and it's all over with and gosh it's such a it Love is it, it is the time. ride of all rides so that was my first thrill ride as a kid and it was my favorite roller coaster oh. as a kid yeah when i was really, just Oh, oh no. sorry. Go, no, you're good. Oh, thank you. When I was a senior in high school, we went, you know, they do class trips. So we went down to Florida to do it. And I had this tote bag and they said, you have to put it like between your feet and like, make sure you put like your foot through it. So mm-hmm. it doesn't like slip up. My foot slipped out when we like <laughs> shot off. And you know how they have like the strobing as you go through the loop. I just saw my bag slowly falling <laughs> to the ground and somehow managed to oh, no. halfway Slow through the loop. And like- That's epic pull it down to the sea. And it was one of those matrix moments that I just love telling everyone about because that would never happen again. It was so (laughs) (laughs) I remember the rumor for the longest time that once their contract ended, everybody's like, who's going to get it? Who's going to take it? And for a long time, it was the Joe bros. And I was really okay with that. I remember that. I was was all for it. I was like, man, give me the Joe bros. I would do a One Direction version of that. No. I mean, I I would take Joe bros. No, I'm not a Joe bros fan. No. Anyways. So what? there you have it, folks. How? That is our list. Once again, number one attraction at the Walt Disney World Resort Rockin' Roller Coaster. You have something to say about it? Throw it in my complaint bin. It's called the trash can. <laughs> Anyways, there you have it. That was awesome. I enjoyed doing that. I know this is kind of a longer episode, but well worth it. We don't get to really do this sort of thing often, so... There you have it. Our rankings of attractions, numbers 72 through one. Okay. So uh, obviously we had a lot of great uh, comments. All of you that turned in your rankings, we definitely appreciate it. We love the interaction with you guys. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for y'all. So thank you again for submitting those to us uh, through email, through Instagram, through Twitter, all of those. Uh, If you want to find us on any of those, again, just search happiest podcast on earth. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And again, you can email us happiestpodcast at gmail.com. So once again, hit us up on there. Make sure you add us. Uh, We love to interact with you guys. So please make sure you do that. And of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcast platform. Again, just search happiest podcast on earth. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast to get notified when we come out with the latest episodes. And of course, make sure you rate us. Let us know what you think of the show. We take those comments uh, dearly. So thank you again for doing that and continuing to support the show. Do you guys have anything else? I did have listener questions that I asked you guys to submit on Instagram. Um, This episode is very long, so I'm going to cut it short for tonight. Uh, We will go through those next week. I promise I will keep those questions in hand. And we'll talk about those next week. But do you guys have anything else before we head on out? No? Okay. Oh. <laughs> well, there you have it. So once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is not goodbye. This is see you real soon. Had a great time tonight. And we will talk to you all next week. Much love. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 To the forum. Oh,